just keep on going with that August 80s. And we got one of the most quintessential 80s films ever made. We're talking Tom Cruise. We're talking Val Kilmer. We're talking Jets. Jesus Christ. We got Top Gun. What are you doing? Troy! Silence your cell phones. Jesus fucking Christ. Well, we're going to talk about Top Gun, and Troy might may or may not turn his phone off during this intro. We'll see. Stay tuned. Will he turn his cell phone off on a very special ass-clenching edition of the review? Review. <laughs> on march 3rd 1969 the united states navy established an elite school for the top one percent of its pilots its purpose was to teach the t- the lost art of the aerial combat and to ensure that the handful of men who graduated were the best fighter pilots in the world they succeeded Today, the Navy calls its fighter weapons school. The Flyers call it Top Gun. Welcome to the Review Review, a show where two small town dudes give you our big, dumb opinions. I'm Maverick to the Max Extreme. I'm Iceman. (laughs) (laughs) Or... Kaminsky, or whatever his name is. Who knows what his real name is. More on that later. We are talking Top Gun tonight in our 80s August month. August 80s month. Works either way you say it. Yeah. Doesn't for the exception of one week. For Except for one week. <laughs> There's an exception to every rule, JT. Fair enough. Don't forget about that. Learn that in Top Gun, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, before we do that, though, JT, we got other stuff going on. I mean... Yeah. The world doesn't revolve around Top Gun. Well... <laughs> No, it doesn't. <laughs> Before we get to that, we can go straight into the news of the week, JT. All right. I feel like I'm already missing something in the show. Am I? No? No. I don't know. I feel like I just jumped over something. Hey, anyway, regardless, YouTube. Big streaming platform itself. YouTube. YouTube. It... Uh, we brought up a few weeks ago the highest viewed video on there was. Was? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what is that? See you again? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Read your own writing? <laughs> I can't. <laughs> was see you again with 3.012 billion did Charlie views. Bit, did Charlie bit my finger beat it? More on this as it develops. What? <laughs> Did we do something? It was uploaded April 6th of 2015. That was See You Again. Yeah. Uploaded January 12th, 2017. It's been usurped by... Charlie Bit My Finger 2. Despacito. <laughs> the song of the summer. <laughs> Despacito has beaten See You Again for the most viewed video on YouTube at 3.103 billion 
views. God damn it. Charlie bit my finger, though. Definitely getting more views. Since, Come on. I mean... I watched it at least four times <laughs> since we talked about it. Me too. Maybe double that even. That's a, almost 12 We're times. We're getting up there. <laughs> People, 12. you're not doing enough. You need to watch Charlie bit my finger more times. <laughs> That's right. We made a very ill-attempted hashtag at it. We did. Don't think it caught on. Did not. We can still throw it out there, though. People need to watch more. Hashtag watch Charlie bit my finger a hundred times. That's right. (laughs) If everyone does it, it'll beat it. Let's up the ante. Hashtag 150. Everybody watch Charlie bit my finger a thousand times. That might be too much. How's it going to get that number one status? I don't want to like make it feel like a homework assignment. All right. All right. Like you can casually 150 watch, times. You can casually watch <laughs> Charlie bit my finger 150 times. <laughs> of course you can. It's so adorable. Yeah. Because you got all that time in between where you have to keep laughing until you <laughs> press play again. <laughs> oh, my God. That's true. You've never had a better point than yeah. that on this show. Yeah. Um, It surprises me that so many people want to listen to Despacito, even though it's on... Every five minutes on the radio. Yeah. How? Is this going to be a trend? We're living in a world of goldfish. (laughs) Is this going to be a trend? Do you think that like the song of the summer will just keep usurping the the throne of the previous year? It's probably a good point. It's like the new TRL. Probably. (laughs) Uh, Anyway. So there you go. I don't know if it's the Justin Bieber one or the original version. Probably the original. Because it was. I've heard like the. If you. What was it? Somebody told me that like they like translated the lyrics and it's like really rapey. It's like a guy forcing a woman to dance with him. At least it's just dance, right? <laughs> well, they hint at it could be involve something else oh, too. Insertion, probably sexual dancing. I think the the translation of Desposito is I'm gonna forcefully put myself inside <laughs> you. Oh no. <laughs> Just, now I'm gonna start some terrible gonna, message. I'm gonna spread nasty rumors <laughs> just so people stop watching Despacito. Still's got that number one spot, JT. I'm gonna make people take their views back. Where they'll be like, yeah, "I do not agree with you, Despacito, and your horrible rape." That's right. Get on Google. Make that an option to take back views. Yeah. Take back views, Google. Take back your views, people. <clears throat> we should look up to see what the highest viewed video that's not a music video is sometime because maybe it is charlie bit my finger and it probably happened after we talked about it <laughs> more than likely yeah. that was the case hashtag, I mean, hashtag watch charlie bit my finger 100 times <laughs> 150 times we up the ante hashtag watch charlie bit my finger 150 times <laughs> uh, i've got a slew of netflix news jt whoa jesus christ we <laughs> love talking about TV shows and streaming services, because that's what it's moving to. You gotta yeah. ca- cut the cable. That's where entertainment it. is going to go. Way, way of the future. That's right. Netflix acquired a, a comic book imprint uh, to s- only make that on Netflix. Okay, you know what I'm talking about. I could have explained that a lot better. Regardless, I'm gonna say it again. <laughs> Miller World, the creation of Mark Miller, who is the creator of Kick-Ass, creator of um, uh, Kingsman, yeah, and the creator of like the Ultimates for uh, what's totally relaunched, 
the Marvel line and what all the Marvel movies are based off of now. His imprint of just his books got acquired by Netflix in order to make uh, shows or movies for them exclusively. Gotcha. Now, I haven't read a lot of his stuff after he made his own little thing. Yeah. And Kick-Ass is not one of them. That's owned by Marvel, actually. Gotcha. <clears throat> but there's a book called um, Huck, which is actually really good. Okay. I've read that one. There's other one uh, as uh, well. I think that's Image, though. Fuck. This isn't working for me at all. Well, regardless. So you're saying this is useless, is what you're... <laughs> I'm saying it's not going to be a huge deal. But Mark Miller's... Like, comic books in general are essentially movie pitches. I think he wants to be in the movies. Yeah. But he just happens to work in comic books to completely control the rights to something. Gotcha. So he can get a huge payout and sell out. (laughs) Which, hey, that's what we want to do with this. Exactly. People, we're listening. We just want people to buy this. (laughs) Then we can live high on the hog for the rest of our short lives. Exactly. Um, so you excited about that, JT? I, you literally told me nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Great. You told me that it might involve something called Huck that you only said was probably you heard was good. I read Huck actually. I was okay. looking at my books and I read that one. That one's good. Huck is like a <clears throat> a story where this guy is like a superhero, but he's like a. I don't, he's kind of got like autism or something along those lines. And he's like just the neighborhood, like really friendly guy who helps everyone. It's actually a really feel good story. Do it. And so if they make like a short, like Netflix movie off that, I think that would actually work really well when everything, like even the Marvel movies are getting kind of dour and like yeah. just darker and the DC, you don't, I don't got to bring them up, <laughs> <laughs> but like, there's CG forces it to not be light. <laughs> so something like this, I think, would be like a refreshing take. <gasps> and it's, I mean, it's got a creator that's currently like still swinging out more stuff. Yeah. So there you have it. I don't know. I think it's a, I think it's a good thing for Miller World, but it doesn't have like the name recognition of like a DC or Marvel character. That's its big downfall. Yeah. So we'll see if it was smart. We'll see. Uh, uh, Disney may be upsetting Netflix, though. Did you hear this news, JT? Uh Uh-huh. This is the big news of today and yesterday. Uh, Disney is officially going to pull itself. It's pulling out. pulling out. (laughs) We got there. Uh, of Netflix by 2019. Mm -hmm. Um, so... The only exception to this rule I saw is that the Marvel Netflix stuff, like okay. Daredevil, Jessica Jones. That's what Jones, I was going to ask you. That's were... all staying because I think that's financed by Netflix itself. Yeah. Uh, if it was financed by Disney, I think it would be the other way around. Yeah. And in what Disney is doing is starting its own streaming service because mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the trend. Of course. But it's not only starting one, it's starting two. Oh my god. But I think one of them is going to do very well. Yeah. 
So Disney has a huge plethora of things. Yeah. It owns ABC. Yeah. In turn, ABC owns a slew of other cable networks. Yeah. Uh, like Freeform. Um, ABC, ABC Family is Freeform. ABC Family is Freeform. <clears throat> anyway, it owns a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. And so all of that stuff can be pulled off net, like even the kids stuff. Yeah. Like Mickey Mouse now can only be seen on whatever streaming platform it is. Mm-hmm. What Disney also owns is ESPN. And its other streaming service is going to be a live sports streaming network. Yeah. Because it owns ESPN. And ESPN has kept them afloat for a long time oh, because yeah. it gets a lot of revenue. Yeah. The only thing is is that like I mean this is going to be a huge thing for Disney in general. Yeah. <clears throat> because no other platform has that right now. And yeah. I know people are chomping at the bit to try to get at it because that's the next big step. And with sport, put the game on. <laughs> just put the game just, on. I don't even care what it is, just put the game on. <laughs> so like your tennis, that's a game. Watch us put the game on. <laughs> like me and you aren't big sports people, but yeah. I can see the definite importance of this. Oh yeah. With like people our generation and younger yeah. all cutting cable. Like, cable revenues are dropping. Yeah. Also, sports revenues on cable are dropping because no one's fucking paying to see that shit. Yeah. They're all just, they'll just go to Buffalo Wild Wings and watch if they there want you to. Go. So, Wings Beer Sports. <laughs> so, what, what I read is that Disney is looking to get um, buy into a streaming platform that they already ha- are like own a third of anyway. Yeah. So, they're going to buy in more and own 75% of it. To shut everybody else out. Of course. And just anything that can be on ESPN, they're going to stream it live. Which is huge. Like, that'll definitely fucking put cable and satellite in its place. Especially if it's Mm well-priced. I cannot see... Like, they could... Look at the WWE Network. I mean, I think they can price it more than the WWE Network. They could probably... Price it for almost probably fifty bucks. Probably, <clears throat> and well, those NFL Sunday tickets—that's pretty much what they, those are. They're like fifty bucks. Yeah, and if it's if that's just for the NFL, if they've got baseball, basketball, everything else oh, on yeah. top of it, yeah, that for a sports fan, all you need is like the internet and this. Yeah, that you're already beating cable's price. Yeah, if you're paying for whatever. Yeah, and I think maybe fifty bucks is a little bit too high, but oh yeah. Who they knows, can still man. charge a shit ton for it, though. Yeah. Like, even more so than, like, other streaming services. Yeah. Because they know they got it. Yeah. <laughs> they got it, babe. <laughs> they yeah. got it in the bag. Um, But enough about the sports one. I think yeah, that's a big sp- deal. Fuck the sports one. But what do you think about Disney pulling off all their other stuff? Because, like, you wouldn't think it's like, oh, so you can't watch Beauty and the Beast on Netflix. No, but you can't also watch Star Wars. You can't watch Marvel films. Yeah. All of that shit is off onto this new thing. Yeah. So does that, like, that raises other questions. Like, is there a, a, quote, vault anymore if you have the streaming service? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. If they put, like, all of their older stuff on there, like, yeah. that could, there could probably be a market for that. Yeah. I mean, if you want to wait. So, yeah, there's so many people just, like, clamoring for, I want to watch the old Disney films. Yeah, and you can't get them because it's in a, it's in the vault. a vault or whatever. So if you have the streaming services, that exists. And if it doesn't, that'll also drive more people to go see it. Yeah. And if you have kids, 
like myself, oh yeah, if you want to show them any of this stuff, you might as well just get it. Yeah. Because you're not going to get it anywhere else unless you own the movies already, which I don't own a lot of them. Yeah. Unless I go back to my mom and dad's and grab out the VHS <laughs> or whatever, because we have almost all the VHSs. I was like listening to a podcast where like one guy was hoping they would just, if they do a streaming service, that they put all of like the Disney Channel original movies on there. Oh, it just talks about how like he just likes to get high and watch how terrible they are. <laughs> uh, that would not be fun for me, I don't think. <laughs> Not be fun. So, with all the Disney acquisitions and departures, what what's uh, your huge opinion on uh, this? I thought it was a matter of time before they start streaming because it was just I think it was just a matter of them just clamoring up enough content to where they'll be like, oh, here's all of our stuff. Yeah. Because the, now they are into like three different branches, like right. <clears throat> Star Wars and Marvel and Disney. Like they could legit like. Have it like how Netflix has like everything split into categories. Yeah. <clears throat> Where it's like, oh, here's everything Star Wars. You can we don't even have to search for it. This is everything you need to know about Star Wars. Yeah. And then here's everything you need for Marvel. Everything you possibly could want to watch for Marvel. Yeah. It's nuts. It's nuts, man. Like you could watch every Mar like if they made it where you could watch every Marvel film from its inception. <laughs> With the weird thing is like the, some of the earlier ones are tied up in other rights. So, like, Iron Man was yeah, distributed saw, by like, Paramount. Yeah, because I think Iron Man is, like, on Hulu right now. Yeah. You know, what, you know what's weird? I've had the hankering to watch Iron Man 3 lately, because I haven't seen it in a long time, and I'm like, people are kind of shit on that movie, but I think I, I remember liking it quite yeah, a bit. especially the Mandarin stuff was really fucking cool. <laughs> and then, uh... <laughs> <laughs> So, I've been trying to find it. I can't find it anywhere. Like, it's not on anything. So, I'm like, why is that one the weird one out? Like, but I can watch Iron Man and Iron Man 2. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're both on Hulu, I think. Yeah, they're both on Hulu, and they're both on Netflix, I think. But Iron Man 3 isn't. It's weird. And it's not on HBO, either. It's like, what the fuck is happening? I have the disc. But if I'm sitting there <laughs> with the controller in my I hand, get up and put the fucking thing in there. I don't want to fucking go all the way over here to put I it in there. I'll put the goddamn thing in there. <laughs> so I'll get to it eventually, I guess. Right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think if you're not aware of it, like you think Disney just has the movies, but they also have Pixar. They yeah. Have that shit. Oh fuck yeah. <laughs> and they've had a Disney Channel forever. With yep. unlimited content on it mm -hmm. that they'll just throw it up there. Yeah. Disney's got a lot of shit. And ABC stuff. Yeah. Like, I want to know if, like, ABC then would... Because it bought into Hulu. I wonder if it would relinquish itself from there. Because I, if Netflix... Or if Disney's pulling its stuff also from Hulu as well... Yeah. Like, that's not good for Hulu. Because I don't oh. think Hulu has a lot going on because a lot of shit's pulling out of it. Really? Like, well, I was just saying, like, Viacom... That owns, like, Comedy Central and oh, all this yeah, other true. shit. Pull their shit out. Mm -hmm. Like, a lot of FX stuff, you have to wait, like, a season to see it rather than, like, Very the day true. after. Because, like, that's what Hulu is branded on. Like, watch it the day after it comes out. Yeah. Now, almost none of that shit is like that. Very true. So, unless they can keep pumping out great original yeah. content. Where are we going to watch our pilots, Troy? I know, dude. What the hell, dude? We'd have to, like, buy them off Amazon or some shit. Well, the pilots are not that... I think just, like, one episode, I think it's like only, like, a buck. Yeah. You can do that for, like, three or four shows. Yeah, you can get them on iTunes and stuff, too, but... 
I don't know, man. I, that's what I want to know, if, if Hulu is also in that deal. Because yeah. if it's not, that'd be kind of weird. But if they bought in, maybe they own stock in it. I don't fucking know. Who knows all that shit? It's big business. Ugh. <laughs> so here's our news on all the streaming stuff. We don't know. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, moving on from all that shit. Uh, Dave Batista. Oh, shit. Wrestler extraordinaire. Animal Unleashed. That's right. Plays Drax the Destroyer in Guardians of the Galaxy. Also played, uh, like, uh, Thumbs in Spectre. Or the other his one. His name was Thumbs? I don't know what his name was. He didn't have any lines. Yeah. In the James Bond film, he killed people with his thumbs. <laughs> I don't know. He is also teased as playing the Eternal Warrior... For Valiant's line of movies coming very soon through Sony Pictures. Now, we brought up last week, Sony is not doing so hot in their pictures division. Oh, I didn't notice. <laughs> and uh, so that's where Valiant has put all of their stock into uh, through Sony Pictures. And they have already, well, with this one, I think six motion pictures coming out. Through Sony, Bloodshot, Bloodshot 2, Harbinger, Harbinger 2, and then Harbinger Wars, which is a crossover between them. And then this Archer and Armstrong, I guess, movie that the Eternal Warrior is going to be in. And I guess that's Dave Bautista. I don't know. Like, I keep hearing about all this Valiant comic stuff, which is good. I mean, if you want something that's not Marvel or DC, definitely pick up Valiant stuff. It's great. But as for their movement to movies and stuff, I have no idea. All I do is hear shit and see nothing of it. Like, even their web series they promoted, like, two years ago, I say, I think, at this point. See none of it. It's not even out yet. They tease it again at this Comic-Con, San Diego Comic-Con. Like, what do you... It's a web series, bro. Like, what is going don't on? Fuck it, don't even have to fucking market that shit. Just put it out there. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what is happening? So, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, and I know Sony hasn't been doing that good no. at all. They just put out, I think, because I just heard that they, they're the ones behind the Dark Tower that came yeah. out. And I heard that that's just awful. Yeah, it's getting fair to terrible reviews. Yeah. <laughs> Made me not want to see it even more. <laughs> and I already didn't really want to see yeah. it. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. So we'll see. I mean, I don't think it's gonna ever. Sony's gonna go out of business ever, like for their picture division, unless they get acquired by something else. But like, you can't just keep having eighty-six million dollar losses every single year. What was it like? We'll get them next time. <laughs> yeah, you said it was like even worse last year. Wasn't oh yeah, it? last year they lost seven hundred nineteen million. <laughs> like you can't just keep losing money like that without like having some big buyout. What is happening with this world? Disney will just buy him up. Yeah, Disney will buy it. <laughs> uh, JT, did you see the first official picture of Josh Brolin as Cable? Yeah. That came out the I last did. few days. He looks ripped AF. There's like a random picture I just saw of him where he, it's just him in street clothes, but he still has like the, the haircut and stuff. Yeah, and yeah, like he just flexes and his arms are enormous. Just huge. Yeah. And he looks pretty B.A. Yeah. I I mean, I had no doubt in my mind they were going to make him look pretty sweet. 
But like, I am totally blown away at Cable. Yeah. Like the way he looks, I love it a lot. They even gave him like a big ass gun. <laughs> Did you see that? Just slung over his shoulder. Oh yeah. Cable's synonymously known with his big ass guns. <laughs> They showed Domino too. Yeah, yeah. She has they did the cool thing look. that you said that they were gonna invert. Yeah, they her inverted, color scheme yeah. because she's played by a black actress. Yeah, rather than a white actress with a black eye patch or whatever it is. Yeah, it's a black actress with like a white patch over her eye. Yeah, cool deal, bro. Do it. I'm into it. Cable looking pretty sweet. Uh. Moving on to more, I seem to have a lot of comic book movie news, but, uh... That's a surprise. <clears throat> you almost never talk about that. Well, I'm gonna switch it up on this show, JT. <laughs> talk about all the things I hate. Uh, Hellboy! The movie that, uh, is coming out. Yeah. The reboot, I should say. It's casted its Blood Queen, JT. Yeah. And this actress is none other than Mila Jovovich. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you excited for, for Mila to join Hellboy? I like some Lilu Dallas multipass. <laughs> um, I was also excited by this news. I'm um actually curious what they're uh, what kind of storyline they're going with because the Blood Queen in the book doesn't come along until near the like tail end. She come becomes an important character at the tail end of all of Hellboy's run. Yeah. So I wonder if they're going to go into like his whole hugely weird plot to like, um, like backstory Yeah. where he ends up being like a descendant of King Arthur. I don't know. Like who knows? Oh, spoilers also for Hellboy. Oh no. Whoops. Well, we're going to get a bunch of emails about that. (laughs) Maybe one. Uh, if we're lucky. So, yeah, I'm 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 into what they're doing here with this Mila Jovovich, yeah, and uh, all the rest. I enjoy her. Say that as creepy as possible. <laughs> I enjoy her. The last bit I of news I have, JT, is that uh, the Olympics in 2024. All right. So we got a little bit down the line. Uh, are considering esports to be included. In their uh, series of games. Oh my god. So, <laughs> I already don't think some events should be Olympic sports. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think esports should be in there either. Oh my god. Uh, I was at, when I, at the show I was at <clears throat> on a Saturday, they had uh, the Rocket League tournament finals yeah. on the t on like the tv mm-hmm. and there was like a guy that was like announcing it like he was like looking like super excited like interviewing past like champions of the rocket league <laughs> tournament and like me and the bartender were just talking and it's like do you think that guy's happy with his job <laughs> and then then like he pointed out that he had that he has a wedding ring and it's like do you think like his wife goes to parties and they're like, Hey, what does your husband do for a living? And she's just like, Oh, he aborts children. (laughs) So he doesn't have to, so he doesn't have to say that he's a fucking announcer for a rocket league championship. (laughs) Like that would be a more suitable, suitable job profession. Uh. (laughs) Ugh. 
I, mean, I don't. <laughs> I don't mind like competitive gaming or any of that stuff. I just don't find it like a big deal. Like I don't find like sports that big of a deal either. Like yeah. I don't think football or any of that shit should be that big of a deal. So I think esports are less of a deal than even that. Like it's a fun hobby. Like. <laughs> It's fun to do in your downtime, but like there's a lot of people that watch that shit though. I know there are. Like that's that's how Twitch got all got its start. Yeah, it's just people tuning in to watch other people play games. Yeah, and I mean I get the idea of that too because I mean there's a lot there's some people where they don't have like a lot of experience without like <laughs> friends on the outside world, yeah. and so that makes them feel like connected in such a way as like sitting mm-hmm. around with your buds. Playing video games or whatever. If there's an audience for it, then why yeah. not try and cash in on it? But uh, as an Olympic sport, nah. There's a lot of sports that no one fucking cares about. I see more coverage on esports than I do fucking fencing. Yeah. Like <laughs> fencing? Still a thing? Yeah. People have guns, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's have an Olympic sport where people just shoot each other. <laughs> Like, uh, uh, dueling? Why not? Yeah, come on. It's like, oh, you're, you're the, hey, good news, you're the silver medalist. Bad news, you're dead. So, uh. <laughs> Going for gold, babe. Posthumous. A posthumous silver medal. <laughs> for, the, for the dueling championships. <laughs> um, do I think esports are going to be a thing in 2024? Don't think so. Where are the 2024 Olympics being held? Who knows? Uh, Tron. <laughs> then maybe so. <laughs> then maybe so. But that's it. That's all I got. For all news. right. May I add, while you're looking for your phone, yeah. for your news, Yeah. we are drinking tonight Ballast Points Sculpin India Pale Ale. Um, as uh, I mentioned earlier in a few shows ago that I started listening to the Beerists podcast, which they... Uh, recommend or they at least taste test five different beers yeah and they said if you want to try to get into ipas which i don't really want to do i just don't mind a mild one yeah that to try this and i do believe it is a very mild ipa it's got a light hoppy flavor it is, i like it but it's not so bitter that it's just like undrinkable yeah doesn't it doesn't overwhelm you that's correct so so far we're batting a thousand with, Hot toddy. With their recommendations. <laughs> uh, Troy, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Mm-hmm. I think it came out this week, I believe. Oh, really? But anyways, to beef up the hype for Guardians of the Galaxy mm. 2, did you see the music video they put out? No, I didn't. They came out with an original song sung by david hasselhoff what in a 70s disco style version featuring members of the cast i saw something for this and i didn't watch it because i thought it was something that came out forever ago yeah it's got like uh, zoe saldana is like one of the background dancers and dave batista is like wearing like angel wings and playing the guitar damn it and it's got david hasselhoff singing lead vocals on this song i love it I love it. Let's check it out. I will check that it's out. out there. I'll check that out. Don't you worry about that. Uh, all right. I'll... Backing off now. Try <laughs> uh, brought up the Coen brothers. Yeah. Producing a 
Western anthology TV series. Yes. Uh, there's some more details that came up came out about it Give this week. Deets. Give me them deets. Uh, the name of the show will be The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. I like it. And it's going to be on Netflix. Okay. I'm into it. And I think they said it's going to be like a six-part anthology series where all the stories are told by this character named Buster Scruggs, and they all take place in the West. Cool. I like it. Yeah. I'm for it. I am love me also some Love me some Westerns. I also like the Buster Scruggs as a name. Yeah. <laughs> Old Buster Scruggs. <laughs> Buster Scruggs. Uh, Troy, do you like A Christmas Story? I've seen it once, and I I thought it was okay. Yeah, that's what I... I don't know why people go so fucking apeshit for it. <clears throat> I don't know. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. But, oh my god, like people lose their fucking mind over it. Some like goddamn leg lamp. Yeah, I know. Like, Jesus. Yeah, I mean, it, it's funny looking. Like, you don't understand. It's a fucking leg lamp. <laughs> were, you, were you there? <laughs> like, Did your dad make this? <laughs> well, uh. Anyways, Christmas Story. So <laughs> Fox, Fox is going to dip their toe in the live TV special. Okay. <laughs> bandwagon by doing a live version of A Christmas Story. And uh, one of the stars for it already is Maya Rudolph. Okay, I like Maya Rudolph. I don't like these live things. Yeah. They usually uh, they usually suck. I I still want to go back and watch. I heard the Peter Pan one was just awful. I heard that one was just dog shit. Oh, I want to see it so bad. <laughs> uh, they also did like, did they do the Wiz as one of them? Yeah. Yep. They did the Wiz as one. Was there another one? There had to be. Uh, Hairspray. Of, they did one. Sound of Music. Sound of Music was one. Okay. All right. I think I saw a little bit of The Wiz, or Chelsea told me about her watching a little bit of The Wiz. Yeah. That's it. She said it was okay. I wanted to say I saw the Rocky Horror Picture one, but that wasn't live. That was just one that Fox did, and it was terrible. Ah, shit. Well, either way, I have no dogs in this Christmas Story <laughs> live version. <laughs> no, do no dogs. I've got no dogs in that fight. Uh, Troy, are you familiar at all with, uh, I think it's a comic book, uh, Cowboy Ninja Viking? Yeah. I'm familiar with it. I've never read it. Okay. Well, anyways, it got signed on for a movie deal, a movie to be released in 2019, oh. and they found their lead star to play the titular Cowboy Ninja Viking. Okay. Chris. Huh? <laughs> P uh, um, Chris Pratt. <laughs> ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chris Pratt will be playing the titular Cowboy Ninja Viking. Dang. Chris Pratt wants to be in all these franchises. He's in everything. He He's scooping them up left and right, babe. Did you hear about his uh, troubles this past week? Splitsville. <sighs> Chelsea Danger. Chelsea Danger made sure to tell me. Oh, she, she's like almost incon inconsolable. She was more happy than sad because now that much. 
I now guess she's can... on the market, so she can bark up that tree. Oh, okay. So she can just leave you and her child and go and she fuck Chris Pratt. Apparently at any moment, she could. Well, I mean, we need to sit her down. More power to her. I mean, I, I, I told her, like, you're a mother. <laughs> Look, <laughs> you're a mother. <laughs> you just have to accept the fact that Chris Pratt is just not... <laughs> He he's not he does, first of all he doesn't know where we live yeah. so he's not gonna just show up at the door. Wait, we need to get Chelsea. Se- <laughs> Secondly, Chelsea, get in here. You're not gonna find out where he lives. It's probably unlisted. Chelsea, she's not gonna come in she's here. She's not gonna. She she knows what we're talking about her, so she's just gonna. She'll come in like thirty minutes later. Well, like, okay. Well, what are I'll... you guys talking about? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm gonna keep this in mind. Okay. Ask her why she thinks it's appropriate. Okay. To abandon her husband and her daughter for this lavish life with Chris Pratt. It's got to be the money. I mean, it's just, it's, it's got to be the money. And that bod. And his crazy sense of humor. And It's, it's all overrated. Man. <laughs> just seems like a generally nice guy. He's probably an asshole. I don't know. I'm just saying. For my sake, at least, right? Yeah. Yep. Great. I'm hoping that he's just, like... I'm just hoping that he's just a fucking asshole. Like, I mean, Anna Ferris was, like, the one that was, like, he needs to get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> he's a he's a terror. <laughs> like, he, he burnt all my bras for no reason. Just, like, some crazy shit comes out. There, I mean, at this point, he couldn't, he can't even probably live in that house. Because he's yeah. never there anyway. Yeah. He's doing all these press tours. He lives in a hotel out of a suitcase. Yeah. He never home. Boy never home. <laughs> boy, boy almost got no home. He ain't got no home. He ain't got no home. He gone. <laughs> Can't tell if this is a racist or not. <laughs> this voice you're doing. <laughs> boy gone like three, six, five days a year. <laughs> he gone. He not there. That just jumped into racist. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> Well, anyways, speaking of races, how about the Navi? <laughs> okay, of go a race. on. Avatar. Two, right? Avatar two, three, four, and five. Oh, God, I forgot there was that other There's one. There's going to be four more sequels, of course. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Troy. Yeah. They have picked their villain for not just two, not just three, not just four, but five. All... Movies will have the same villain okay. for Avatar, and somehow I guess they're going to make this make sense, because Stephen Lang will be back to reprise his role as the dead colonel from the first Avatar <laughs> to be the villain in every single film. Really? Yes. I mean, I liked him in that, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I did enjoy his monologue about aliens eating your eyes like jujubes. Uh, maybe I didn't like it as much as I thought. <laughs> so how does that... So, but he's definitely dead, yeah? I guess. Does he I have a, another... Tw- is he a twin? Like maybe Sully? His, yeah, maybe his soul got in the tree or some bullshit. I don't uh, fucking know. What if it's a twist that all five movies happen at the same time? Like a Saw twist? Yeah. <laughs> like, the second one, you find out, oh, it's happening at the same time. Whoa. 
the third one, yeah, like they the say last, the same thing. Like in like, the last film, minute. he gets in the suit to go fight Sully at the end, like, <laughs> and they play the saw music. Dun 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 dun. dun, dun. <laughs> I'm gonna go fight Sully, and then do all these fucking flashbacks. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was the same movie the whole time. So, by the time they do the twist of the fifth movie, and they show that it's all of them have been happening at the same time, people are like. They possibly couldn't do it again. They can't possibly. <laughs> Little do you know. Like, they surely they don't have the balls to do that again. And then they do. <laughs> and then people stand up and applaud. Like, great balls, yep. man. But for four, definitely not happening. Not happening. People will be leaving the theater in droves. And then sure enough, they do it. And then people just go so insane, they just start having sex with each other in the theater. <laughs> Uh, let that be the thing that is true. <laughs> or they're all prequels. They all get further and further back. <laughs> yeah, let's let's see where he got the scars on his face. That's right. Show me. Show me them scars. Try Super Troopers <laughs> 2. Yes. Uh, apparently they have finished production. Hmm. All made, now just waiting to see who distributes and releases it. Oh, man. So they just fully financed the movie themselves and they're just waiting to just pick up a distributor? Yep. Oh, right on. I'm into that. Hopefully it's any good. (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen Super Troopers lately? I haven't. (sighs) I haven't watched it lately, but last time I saw it, I thought it held up pretty well. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. All right. Let's see if they still got it. Yeah. Return to their true form. I enjoyed it. Hey, I enjoyed it. All right. Let's see if they can do it again. Recapture that magic. Let's do it again. Troy, have you heard about this? uh, I think it's on USA. This show called Sinner. Nah. It's fucking weird. I have not heard about (laughs) this at all. But, like, I was just, like, going around online. Yeah, I think it's on USA. But I guess it's about, like, Jessica Biel plays, like, this housewife who's, like, depressed. Okay. And then just, like, her and her family go to the beach one day. And then just out of nowhere, she takes a knife and just stabs someone to death in front of them. Ugh. And then, like, the whole rest of the show is supposed to be, like, her lawyer and, like, a bunch of people just trying to figure out, like, did she go crazy? Or is it someone she knew? Or, like, just... Nobody knows what happened. Oh. And that's the premise of the whole show? Yeah. And then, like, every time they talk to her, she's just like, yep, I'm crazy, lock me up. And then it's like, I don't know. There's seem like there's something else going on here. Oh. Why Why are you bringing up this news? I don't know. I, I just looked at it, and, like, people were, like, going insane <laughs> about it, where it's like, they just tuned into this show called Sinner with Jessica Biel, and it was like, oh, it's just... Like, the whole first episode, I guess, ends with her, like, stabbing this man to death, so they're, like, talking about how depressing it was like watching this woman like just like sulk around being depressed like <laughs> thinking about killing herself and then it and then it ends with her brutally murdering someone with a knife in front of her family <laughs> christ i have not heard anything about this nor do i ever really want to see it <laughs> i don't know i'm interested all right just got you on the hook of course i'd be interested of course it's about brutal murder why wouldn't you of course it's about brutal murder <laughs> 
uh, Troy, have you heard that the live-action Aladdin has cast its Jafar? No. It is uh, Dutch-Tunisian actor Marwan Kanzari. Okay. And people are going fucking insane because I guess he's really fucking hot. Oh, so it's going to be a hot Jafar. Yeah. It's blowing people's minds because Jafar is supposed to be this creepy dude. Right. Like, people are even saying, like, Jafar is hotter than Aladdin. <laughs> so, like, people are like, why the fuck would Jasmine get with Aladdin when she can get with this super hot Jafar? Yeah. I don't know, man. Gotta ugly this dude up. Ugg him up. Give him that little puby beard and mustache. Yeah. Maybe that'll log him up. Even my gay wrestler friend on Twitter was talking about how I wanted to bang him. Oh, man. And I'm like, take it easy, man. Jesus. <laughs> I'm gonna look up this some pics of this guy. A whole lot, Jesus. <laughs> gonna sway ya? No, don't know. How hot is he? Yeah, with Chelsea leaving you for Chris Pratt. I'm gonna and you, have something in the you in the, le- her, in the works. You here? leaving her for Marwan Kanzari? <laughs> hey come man, on. who knows? At least get a babysitter. Come on. Oh yeah, I'm responsible. Okay, I'm just not gonna leave somebody. Well, you two Chris are Pratt. banging your random celebrity <laughs> male celebrities. <laughs> Uh, yep and that's all i got great (laughs) slow news not a lot of news this week a lot of news but uh that's okay but i do i have a bit so do i oh shit well i'll hear what you got to say what's uh here we go People dying, it's the pits. Please stay tuned to Neil's bit. Oh, we got the echo on there too. (laughs) (laughs) There we go, an actual theme. Well done. For Neil's bits. Given to us by Dinosaur Neil himself. Well, well, get, you have to send me that audio file. Sometime. I will. Good. It's in our uh, joint email also. Okay. Well, I don't have any access to that. So. Well, you do, and uh, you can get it at any time. Okay. Well, I, I don't know if I have a password for it or anything. That's fine. It I'll send you the fucking, the okay. fucking link. I'll just, I need it if I'm going to play it on the fucking <laughs> computer. Um, he's still in the uh, going to tweak a little bit, but uh, he sent it to me, and I immediately thought it was uh, solid gold. Good. Pick up good on the mic? Yeah. I had to play it through my phone if people didn't know. It's okay. Well, abuse. you played John Cena's theme song like six times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my bit of the week, JT, yeah. is a bit of an obscure one. Okay. But a big one nonetheless. Yeah. Uh, Haruo Nagajima. Oh, you stole mine. Well, how about it? <laughs> Died at 88 years old. Yes. If people don't know him, which I'm assuming a lot of people don't, he was the first... Well, he was Godzilla. Like, he was the first actor to be portrayed in the Godzilla suit. Yes. Started his career in 1954 and worked 24 years starring in 12 straight Godzilla movies. 
as the man in the suit. God damn. And from what I hear, that suit was unbearable. <laughs> it's like a big, foamy, hot mess. That looks hot like. coffin, essentially. Like it Fantastic. Is, I guess like you would like like sweat would like pool in the feet and you could hear it like squishing in there oh, when he walked. It was just terrible conditions, but he loved it so much. And um, after his uh, movie career ended in 72, yeah, um, he went, I guess he worked at a bowling alley. <laughs> but then re- and in up. 1990, yeah, uh, started going on like tours and stuff as, you know, like, Hey, I was the guy in the suit. Yeah. And like traveled in like cons and appearances and here and there, or whatever. Yeah. Until uh, he died just this last week at 88 years old. Well, well done. I saw like a thing on Twitter, like uh, someone like made like a drawing, like in memory of him. It's like a picture of him, like as a younger person, like leaning against a building, smoking a cigarette with like the Godzilla legs on. Yeah. I've <laughs> seen that picture. Yeah. It's a cool one. Uh, but yeah, uh, a lot of unsung heroes leave us every day, and this people like this, sh- like you don't ever hear about. Yes, but like they play huge roles in stuff that you wouldn't even realize. But yeah, so we wanted to recognize this man, Naruo Nakajima. I'm probably butchering his first name. May he rest in peace and destroy the model city in the sky. Very well put. I like that. Uh, JT? Yeah. You know it's done. Okay. Whoa, well, snuck that's... up on you. <laughs> Where'd you come from? <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> Trailers of the week, JT. Yeah. You said you had a slew of them. I had four. Jesus! Overachiever. Oh my god. You, you were like actually really mad. What the hell is your problem? <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Oh, if you I'm don't mind, sorry. I'll take the floor first. Go. Because then maybe I can whittle yours down a bit. All right. If in case I do have any of yours. Fair enough. First one I want to bring up is uh, Goodbye, Christopher Robin. Yep. Um, is this in your list? Yes. Ah, so I'm down to three. Knocked one out. Good. Uh, it stars uh, Domhnall Gleeson. Uh, and the most adorable child actor in the world. Oh, okay. Listen. Look at this kid when this kid <laughs> smiles and try not to just have the biggest smile on your face. He's got just a little chubby face and two big, huge dimples. Oh, yeah, like, he does. Big old teeth. Like, I'm making him sound really weird, but like, just, you just want to pinch those cheeks. Oh, Jesus. Just an adorable little kid. The movie looks a lot darker. Like, not n- not darker, but like, the author of the. Winnie the Pooh books yeah. is more of what the story is about and how he becomes to write this Winnie the Pooh for his child. Mm-hmm. And it looks like he was been in, I uh, must be in world war one or two, one of those. Yeah. And he gets, he keeps seeing like visions of that. And that's, he's got like massive writer's block and his kid wants to write, have him write something for him. Yeah. And so he ends up coming up with Winnie the Pooh or whatever. And, and it turns out to be like a huge success. And the whole story is kind of like about him, mm-hmm. and uh, it looks pretty good. It, it looks like it'd be quite a bit of a tearjerker. Get your Kleenex, bring your tissues. You're gonna need them. Yeah. Sea danger will definitely looks like shed 
many a tear. Well, Sea Danger also cries at American Idol backstories. Or commercials. Yeah, commercials too. She... <laughs> she she'll probably listen to this and be like, you fucker. <laughs> oh my god, he's, he just wanted Allstate. <laughs> <laughs> she was reading a book to Macy the other day. Oh, and <laughs> cried at a children's book. So uh, there's also that. I didn't say it, Chelsea. He did. Just... I'm airing so all rip him apart. Yeah. <laughs> all of our personal deets are coming out on this. That's why we made the show. To air our grievances and tell personal stories about our loved Okay, I'm pretty sure Molly cried at a children's book too, so there you go. In her defense it was a heartfelt children's book. Okay. The ladies love children's books, I guess. It hits them hard. Hits them right in the heart. Yeah. Right in the old heart. A second trailer. <laughs> anyway, uh, goodbye, Christopher Robin. Looks good. I'll probably, yeah. I'll probably try to check that out. Okay. Uh, my second trailer is Death Wish, the remake of that old franchise. It was a Charles Bronson, yeah, uh, vehicle. It's the one that I also had. Uh, so I'm little yeah, down to bitch. two. Knock you down to two. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> oh, bitch. Oh, bitch. <laughs> uh, now is a Bruce Willis franchise directed by eli roth yes directed by eli roth the uh the trailer had you had a good use of pop music in it yeah what what song (laughs) was your fucking music no no but like it was like was it back in black or something i think so i can't remember what it it was an i think i'm pretty sure it was an acdc song i saw it a few days ago so i don't remember but if they didn't have that song in the trailer, this movie would not look like you and your fucking trailer songs. No, but I'm saying like the choice of music in this totally changed like the fucking view, my view of the movie in general. Cause if yeah. it didn't have that and just had like a score over it, like Bruce Willis would not look like a hero at all in this trailer. He would oh, look yeah. like a homicidal fucking maniac. That's what's supposed. That's what's supposed to be though. Like Death Wish was kind of like that. But it, you're still trying to like root for like the quote hero of the movie. Yeah. Because I mean, like people did him wrong, so he's going out and doing everybody. Like just the way it looks makes me have like maybe that's the, the whole premise of the movie. I don't know. But I have no sympathy for Bruce Willis after what I've seen him do in the trailer. Granted, terrible things happen to his family. Yeah. But, like, he just turns into, like, the Punisher. Like, I give Punisher a pass because, like, incarnations of him, people don't like him. Like, in the books, in the show, like, people think he's a crazy fucker. (laughs) So, like, that gets a pass because they did it right. No, that's what Death Witch is supposed to be, though. It's, like, geriatric Punisher. Yeah. He's, like, an old dude, but... Like, he's just, he thinks, like, he has to fight crime on his own because the police is, aren't doing their job. Right. Yeah, and I got that from the trailer, too. It just doesn't, like, it. I, it to me, it's hard to even, like, get behind him to, like, your motives seem a little skewed. I don't know. It looks like a, it looks like a, a throwback to, like, those dumb 80s, 90s action films. But and at least so it they made had... me kind of want to see it. But like to me, like though, like those kind of movies have like camp built into them, so you can take him as like a fun, enjoying ride. And this, I, like, it doesn't look enjoy. Like I, it's not it doesn't look fun to me. It's like Vigilante Hostel, Troy. Yeah, like Eli Roth. Yeah, 
Yeah. Anyway, that's my thing. That's my grievances on Death Wish. I don't know. I kind of want to see it. All right. Well, tell me how it is. If it's okay, then maybe I'll see it. <laughs> Unless we put it on the calendar and then I'll just watch it anyway. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'll just I'm sneak it on. I'm fucking over it. I'm, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'll sneak it on. <laughs> When are we and doing de- Death Wish? When are we doing Death Wish? And I'll just, I'll be like, you fucking- added it. <laughs> I'll be like Dick Dastardly's dog in the corner, like. <laughs> <laughs> but is that all your trailers? That's right? it. Yeah, I said I had two. Oh, well, Jesus Christ, fuck. All right. Uh, my first trailer, Troy, they put out a trailer for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre origin story leatherface oh i heard you listening or i listened to you watching this trailer i suppose yes sounded chainsaw like chainsaw you like chainsaws sometimes <laughs> when they work but no it looks i don't know it just looks like a regular horror film i can't really put together well or not it's gonna be good it looks like at one point they try and put uh the child version of leatherface in the insane asylum and then he breaks out yeah I mean, with the chainsaw? Like, that seems like a kind of interesting premise. Yeah. I don't know. Now the chainsaw he doesn't have a chainsaw. That a child's chainsaw. Yeah. He's got that My Little Chainsaw uh, great. that he's using. Great. I mean, you got to work up to the big ones. There you go. Yeah. Got to get those training chainsaws out before right. you can... He's got like a chainsaw with like two wheels on each end. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, can kind of wheel across <laughs> the floor. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> So there you go. Texas Chainsaw Master. Or Leatherface, I mean. What's that's, that? Is that just a movie coming out? Yeah. It's coming out. I think Lionsgate's putting it out. Ooh, Lionsgate. Yeah. Ooh. They, know, they know the horror. They know horror. Uh, the other trailer that I, I'm pretty interested in seeing is okay. the movie for Mother. Mother. I only say that loud because there's an exclamation point at the end for some reason. Mother. Mother. <laughs> But uh, it stars Jennifer Lawrence uh-huh. and Javier Bardem, uh-huh. and it is written and directed uh-huh. by Darren Aronofsky. Oh my word! Heavy hitters, yeah. Heavy hitters. And are we picking up on that washing machine over there? I don't know. It's probably coming through in a little bit. I don't <laughs> fucking know. But uh, seeing the trailer, it looks like Darren Aronofsky looks Kay. like kind of has like a horror element to it. Okay. Seems uh, pretty creepy. Okay. I'm kind of interested in seeing it. Also has Ed Harris and Michelle Pfeiffer in it. Wow. Yeah. Mother. Packed. Mother. <laughs> Packed cast. I saw that was like released today. I had no idea what it was, and I should have just clicked on it to check it out. Yeah. Knocked your list down to one then. You would have. But I didn't. I'm glad you got to tell me about but I'm Mother. Curious, I'm curious to see it. It's coming out like in November, I think, so it's like around award season, so maybe they got a lot of hope in it. Ooh, picking up right. some, picking up some uh, Oscar buzz, some Oscars, Oscar buzz. <laughs> so we deal. Uh, the thumbnail, I, the thumbnail, the thumbnail. I checked out uh, of that of Mother, Mother. <laughs> um, I almost didn't recognize Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, she's kind of dressed down in this. I don't think it looks like she's not wearing a lot of makeup, and her hair's kind of all messy and yeah. shit. I had to do a double take. I'm like, what? Mother? Mother? <laughs> oh, that's a question mark. Mo- mother? Mark. 
Well, that's good. Those are all the trailers coming all out. All the trailers. Uh, every single one of them. Every single fucking every one, one of ever them. fucking made. <laughs> well, that leads us into another segment of the show we call the main topic. It's already done. It's this has been done. This has been done <laughs> uh, for a while. Busting into August eighties, we reviewed Top Flippin' Gun. Danger Zone. Danger Zone. <laughs> Hit you with some T facts right up top. Mm. Released May sixteenth, nineteen eighty six. Ooh, summer, summer release, summer blockbuster. Blockbuster. Budget of fifteen million dollars. Uh, opening weekend in nineteen eighty six made eight point one million dollars in one thousand and twenty eight theaters. Now, that might seem like an odd stat, but I will give you more on okay. that stat in just a minute. Gotcha. It's domestic lifetime. It's made $179.8 million. It's not made that bill yet. Worldwide lifetime. Oh. Bill? Three, no. <laughs> $356.8 damn million. Dollars. God damn it. Rotten Tomatoes has it at a 55%. Uh-oh. IMDb has it at a 6.8%. Nine out of ten. Okay. Climbing up a little bit. And PluggedIn.com gave it two and a half out of five plugs. Well, it's half. <laughs> Try to look up Box Office Mom on this one because I haven't used it in a while. Didn't review Top Gun. Well, it's not for children. <laughs> Stupid moms. Uh, the reason I brought up that it was shown in 1,028 theaters, um, after four weeks in theaters... This uh, film was still at number one, so they opened it in more theaters to bring in more money. They showing theaters jumped forty five percent. Jesus, uh, showing it in nearly two thousand theaters worldwide. Jeez. <clears throat> now I think, and it took I want to say like six weeks. It was some fucking weird stat. It it was number one for a long time. Yeah. Because it was the number one highest grossing film of 1986. Gotcha. That's the hottest stat. Actually, the last two movies that we've done have been the highest grossing and number one movie of the year for the year that they were released. We know how to pick them. We know how to pick them, babe. Know how to pick them, babe. We know how to pick them, babe. Uh... Let's got it. Mark him off what I've already said, so I don't say it again like an idiot. <laughs> Fucking Jaguar. <laughs> uh, it had some award buzz on it, JT. Ooh, lay that on me. Top Gun was nominated for quite a few things, but it did take home Oscar gold. Hottest volleyball scene. Oh, if only that was a segment. Uh. It won an Oscar for Best Original Song in a Motion Picture. Guess what it Which was? Which one? Take My Breath Away. I bet. It was Take My Breath Away. That seems like the like the Oscar one. Yeah. Would... And rewatching this film. Watching in slow motion. <laughs> rewatching this film. Th that song is all over this fucking movie. Anytime freaking Charlie is on screen, it's 
Then when they actually start singing the lyrics and you watch Tom Cruise awkwardly put his tongue in her mouth. Whoa, hold on. Pump the brakes. Yeah, we're gonna Pump we're gonna talk breaks. about we're gonna talk about that sex scene. We're gonna talk about that sex scene. Um But uh more on the soundtrack of this film, JT. I think the soundtrack, while maybe it didn't win any Grammys, it did go platinum nine times over, having it being one of the best sold movie soundtracks of all time it's a pretty hot soundtrack i own the soundtrack oh i know (laughs) it is one of the that's why i bring it up (laughs) it is one of the best soundtracks of all time that kenny loggins babe look out god damn god damn it god damn (laughs) 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 oh but anyway i got a slew of notes on this, so why don't we jump right into the movie? JT, what is Top Gun all about? Uh, I had to take a swig of beer because it's so a such a pipes. manly fucking song, <laughs> manly fucking movie. <laughs> uh, we follow a young pilot by the name of Maverick mm-hmm. with his friend Goose, mm-hmm. and they are—they're just two pilots that live by their own rules. <laughs> Nobody's stepping in their way. They know exactly—they know what they're doing. At all times, and they know how to get the job done. That's right. And then when they're finally picked as one of the top 1% in the country of Air Force pilots, they jump all over that shit, and they move in (laughs) to try and win that best-in-class Top Gun trophy, no matter what anybody says. Yeah. It's more of a plaque. And it's a, yeah, okay. <laughs> and then they get their name on a wall, too. That's right. Anything else? And then... Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then Maverick just acts really creepily towards this one chick who really seems into it. All right. That's, that's about it. The end. <laughs> <laughs> Solid synopsis as ever, JT. Oh, yeah. Anyone who haven't ever seen Top Gun, just listen to this guy yeah, talk. That, that sums it up. <laughs> well, right off the bat, this movie might have just should have been called Vainy Cock because this- I feel if this movie was any more <laughs> if this movie was any more masculine or douchey, it would have come inside me <laughs> and then never called you again. Yeah. <laughs> this like the. This, I've never realized about this movie before. Like, the dialogue in this movie is so pumped full of machismo. Yeah. It's almost embarrassing to watch. (laughs) Like, you feel inferior to the movie. Like, uh, I, I have this down as a note. This movie has the most machismo per square inch of celluloid I've ever seen in my entire Jesus life. Christ. And that includes, like, 80s action movies. Yeah. Like, there's only one death in this movie? Yeah. And, like, you, there's not, like, guns or fucking... There is, like, beefcakes in this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Lots I mean, of beefcakes. I mean, that volleyball scene. Man. Yeah. Except Goose never takes his shirt off. <laughs> yeah. Pop that shirt off. Although... He seems more comfortable out of everyone playing volleyball. Yeah. I mean, 
how many people have you seen play volleyball in jeans? <laughs> At least he's wearing swim trunks or what? Yeah, he's wearing swim trunks and like a fucking... Cut-off uh, tee. Yeah, wearing like a cut-off tee or a wife beater. Yeah. Like, he looks comfortable as hell. Like, everyone else is like sweating their balls off wearing <laughs> these goddamn like... Skin tight yeah, jeans. Yeah, these nut cutter jeans. <laughs> like, it looks like they're going to fucking cut the circulation off to their dick. Um, so I, from the get go, like it starts out, it's a, I forgot it was also a Jerry Bruckheimer production and you can kind of see it in like, it, it almost has very, uh, Michael Bay type shots. Yeah. Um, especially when it's like on, um, like the aircraft carrier, like with the sun setting and like the, oh yeah, the stuff. I'm going to go into the positive of this movie right up top. Okay. Like, the dog fighting and stuff in this movie is really well done. Like, uh, with all, like, the the dog fighting. <laughs> I thought it was really well done because the, all of it was done by, like, real, like, pilots from the Navy. Because yeah. there was like this was, like, a joint venture with the Navy mm-hmm. to, like be almost like a big commercial for it essentially. Oh, yeah. yeah. But um they filmed on a real aircraft carrier. They used real jets and they had real people doing the stuff up there. Mm-hmm. In fact, one person died during the making of this film, like for real. Goose. No, like a re- <laughs> like like a real like stunt performer died yeah, or yeah. whatever. And uh, it's like that happened. There's a point where Maverick like gets caught in somebody's jet stream. Yeah. And you see him do that spin where they have to eject. Like, while they were doing that, like, the stunt performer, like, you, people could hear him go, like, something's wrong, something's wrong. And, like, he ejected, and they never found his body in the Pacific Ocean. Oh, shit. So it's like, holy shit, that's fucking rough. Like, Tom Hanks cast a weight or something. Yeah, and so, like, the movie's dedicated to this guy, too. Yeah. And I Like an asshole, I didn't write down his name, so... I'm sorry, but, uh, so that was all, all done. So they actually had to like, most of the stuff that you see on the deck of the aircraft carrier, like most like, like the shots in the beginning and when they're landing and stuff like that. Yeah. It's just like the camera crew getting shots as they could. Like they didn't set up for lighting or anything like that. They're oh like, yeah. Oh shit. Things are landing. Just fuck. Get it real quick. Yeah. Get this thing. Taken Those off. dudes on that deck of the aircraft carrier look like they have like way too much fun. <laughs> like that dude yes. that's like fucking like getting to like go and shit. Like he's like humping the air and shit. He's like, fuck yeah. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> he probably is like, I'm on camera, man. I'm going to hand yeah. this shit up. Uh, camera. <laughs> Like, they're just, like, landing, and he's just, like, fucking making these, like, he's, like, dancing on the fucking deck. Like, that's how the, that's how the Air Force works? Uh, so, (laughs) there's that. There was even, like, a fact that I was reading on the Wikipedia article, is that there was, like, a, a sunset happening, and the director of the movie wanted to get the shot of, like, these planes on, like, in the sunset or whatever. Yeah. But the aircraft carrier was turning while it was doing that. And so it was screwing up the composition of his shot. Yeah. And so he's like, can you, can we please like move back so we, I can get this great shot? He's like, son, it costs $25,000 to turn this thing around. 
So the director wrote him a check for $25,000 to give to the fucking government or whatever. To, so they would turn that thing around so we can get his shot. Probably actually cost 10000 <laughs> He's pocketed. <laughs> Smart guy. Gotta make that green, babe. Uh, so there's that. I really like that. Otherwise, I didn't like a whole lot of this movie. Like, not as much as I remember yeah. loving. Like, I like it in camp only. Yeah. Because I realized... In rewatching this this time, this movie is really chopped together. Oh, and yeah. the plot is really loose. <laughs> like, I was like... Like, it would just end a scene and go into something completely different. And, like, it would just be like a jump cut to, like... And, like, it would just go mm-hmm. to the next scene. I'm like, this isn't, like, easing me along at all. And when it finally got to the air stuff, I was like, now this is the only time I'm invested... To anything, because this is where there's only the only tension whatsoever. Yeah. I don't know, like even like, like the dog fighting stuff was okay, but I liked it in small doses. Sometimes they went too much with it, where like they do so many, like, fast cuts where I can't really tell what's going on in terms of the dog fighting. Like I, don't, I, I learned more about what was going on in the dog fighting by them talking to each other than sure. the actual, like, planes doing what they were doing. Sure, because they. They would just, like, say shit where it's like, oh, someone's behind us. And I'm like, oh, like, there's not, like, no one, they don't have, like, plane, doesn't say, like, Maverick on one plane and then, like, this guy on another. So I'm like, who's who? I can't tell. Are you chasing him? Like, who is, what's doing, who's doing what thing? (laughs) Like, the only scene that I liked in terms of the dog fighting was when, at the beginning, when, like, I guess they scared away two Russian spies by flying overhead and taking Polaroids of them. And giving them the finger. <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. That w- that one was actually good. Mm-hmm. But then other than that, it was just like, like yeah, there was uh, maybe, I guess, a little bit of tension. But more than half the dogfighting in, in this is simulated. Yeah. Where they're just like, oh, I killed you. Oh, damn it. Let's go back to base. Yeah. The only real dogfight is at the at very, the very yeah, end. Yeah, at the very end. Which, how that didn't start a war, I don't know. I wanted to ask you the same thing. I'm like, was this like a real... Yeah, they were blowing each other up. Like, (laughs) fucking each other up. And then it's just like... And then their only explanation was like, well, good thing their government's not going to say we kicked their ass. And you're like... (laughs) Yeah, that was was almost the line. It's like, you're going to be a hero in all their papers, but too bad that country is disavowing any knowledge of any action. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck happened? (laughs) We totally kicked their asses. <laughs> it's just like, like yeah, we're going to be in every paper except their countries. They're just going to say he didn't exist at all. And like, what? I don't even know what country attacked. I have no... It's something with a star? <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't tell if it was Russia or China, maybe. I, I couldn't tell. Like, yeah. MiGs are, I thought, Russian. Yeah. But I think I only know that or think it's that is because of red alert games because you can make MIGs if you were Russia. <laughs> That's it. That's all I'm putting together right now. Yeah. Um, going back to the dialogue, 90% of the dialogue in this movie is telling Maverick, you're reckless up there, man. You're fucking reckless. You're dangerous. I beg to differ, Troy. Half of the dialogue in this is sucking Maverick's dick. No, but let me finish. <laughs> because 90% of it is like, you're reckless up there, man. But you're the best goddamn pilot I've oh, ever seen. 
They should change the name of this movie to Everyone Wants to Fuck Maverick. <laughs> Everybody. Everybody. Even, like, the colonels that are supposed to be, like, hard asses to him cannot stop but say, God damn it, that was amazing flying up there. <laughs> even when he completely ignores what they're saying and is even, like, putting people's lives in danger, uh-huh. they stuff to throw in, like, you almost killed a lot of people today, but that was goddamn good flying up there. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? That's like saying, like, you burnt my eggs, but goddamn did you cook them. <laughs> yeah. But you cooked them real fast. <laughs> Fucking A. Like, in the, in the very beginning of the movie, right, when, um, uh, what's the, the, the pilot that quit? Shit, I don't know, but why did he quit? Like, it was out of nowhere. Well, they kind of, like, go back to it, like, near the end of the movie where, like, Maverick is kind of, like, having his own kind of second, like, like second guessing about his career choice. Yeah. Like, I'm assuming, like, the first guy is just doesn't have, like, enough gust, but, like, gusto. Maybe hasn't been, like, a real... I don't know, because the... The plays in the beginning were like real, like bad guys. Yeah, but and they he just was supposed shoot. to, and he was like the number because they said that like Maverick, we weren't even gonna pick you for the Top Gun yeah. class, but this other guy, he was the number one seed, and you're the number two, so you're taking his place because he just quit. Yeah, it's like if you're the number one seed for being the top one percent pilots in the world, wouldn't you think you had like enough experience where you're like, yeah, that guy's real fucking good. Yeah, and then just out of nowhere one day he's just like, fuck <laughs> it. The- I can't even land planes because I can't even I can't even take the fact that they're fake shooting at me. Well, like at that point though, like the, when he freaks out, there's it's like real. Like there's actually real. Oh yeah, like, it's like a real threat. Yeah, I guess yeah. <clears throat> but like, and so but they just scare him off by flying upside down overhead of them. <laughs> I guess that's, that's how, how you easily beat. disposable. Yeah, they are. like they they fly around trying to scare him, and they're like, guess what? We're flying upside down. Fuck you. Fuck you, huh? <laughs> Fuck you. They found our they found our weakness. Let us go back to the homeland. They hurt our feelings. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, they got Polaroid of us. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> so like I mean I can he I think he says that like he has never seen his kid before. And so he doesn't want to be in situations oh, where like Gotcha. That would like make him not like come home without a body bag around him you know what i mean yeah so he copes with that by freaking out with no fuel and not landing yeah <laughs> yeah at one point though i was like dude just fucking land the just plane fuck, if this shit's over just land the goddamn plane if you don't land it now you're gonna kill yourself yeah you're gonna die if you don't land it now cost the government like 30 million dollars yeah. in a plane and, and then, then kill your co-pilot. Yeah, and then like Ma- and then like Maverick's way of dealing with it is like just follow my wing. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it was that easy. How does that help? It's not. Like, it's not like you <laughs> held out your hand yeah. or flew upside. You didn't down. hold his hand. Like <laughs> stick your hand out the plane and hold his hand on the way down to the aircraft carrier. <laughs> and so, like the colonel in the very beginning. Freaking is like throwing a fit when he calls like Maverick and Goose into his office. Yeah. And he's like, God damn it, I hate to tell you this. God damn it. I know. But you're the best we got. And I'm uh, hate to say this, but son I'm of a bitch, you're so fucking good. You're going to the top gun class. Ah, <laughs> uh, son of a bitch. That was one of my favorite things in the movie. Oh, I'll tell you my favorite thing. I hate thing to is- do this, but you're going to Top Gun. Yeah. 
You're so fucking good. Ugh. <laughs> You're reckless. You can't do any. You're going to Top Gun. Shit. <laughs> I also uh, love that he's the principal from Back to the Future. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I love it. Oh, God. <laughs> no, I'll tell you my favorite part when we get to okay, it. Okay, good. Um, and then, uh, so, after that happened, I'm like, man, this movie is maybe campier than I remember. Oh, it is so fucking campy. And it, like, kept going on and on. I'm like, some of the... Like, some of this line delivery is real bad. Like, the... <laughs> Because it's really, a lot of it is a cliche lines. If they're not telling Maverick how great he is without, like, the line delivery is pretty cheesy. Yeah. And it doesn't matter who it is. I think Tom Cruise is one of the better ones in this movie. Yeah. Even though his characters are real piece of shit. A real cocky motherfucker. He's really, he's (laughs) probably the worst. There's only one character in this that I find redeeming. But even he has like these weird like it get does these weird situations with Maverick where I'm like I'm pretty sure you want to fuck him too. Yeah. Like Iceman I think is the only one in here that's actually speaking sense. Right. Where he actually is like does no one else really see this guy as kind of a fucking asshole? Like he's not <laughs> like yeah, he's a good pilot, but he's not made for and there like, there's even like a scene where like at the very end when like they're like he comes up and he's like like, when, like, a real threat is taking place, and he's like, are you sure you want Maverick on my, like, as my wingman? Because the last time he was someone's wingman, like, he let them fucking die in, like, a simulation. And then, then yeah. the guy's just like, it's fine, he's your wingman, just go with it. And they're like, that's actually a really big concern. <laughs> like, why don't you actually take that in consideration? Right. Like, Tom Cruise is the cockiest person in the motherfucking world in this movie. Yeah. Like... If people aren't telling him that he's the best goddamn pilot out there, yeah. he's saying, I'm the best goddamn pilot out there. I'm not following their rules. Yeah. It's like, Jesus Christ. It's not only that. Like, but I he... wanted somebody to put him in his place. And no one, even like the army colonels who are synonymous with putting people in their places. Right. Cannot help, even when they're like critiquing him, where it's like, well, you, you went a little too high on this. You could have put someone's. Some like someone's life in danger, but God damn it, you're a good fucking pilot. <laughs> like it looks like, like they can't, like it's like there's they're in some alternate reality where like you can't fucking completely criticize Tom Cruise. <laughs> it's impossible. Yeah, like it hurts them when they have to. Where like they're like trying to fight back the compliment, but it still has to come out of them. Yeah. Okay, so, like, the the very opening scene of the movie is, like, when they do, like, the inverted, I'm flipping you off, or whatever. Yeah. And then when they get to Top Gun, like, you finally meet uh, Charlie for the second time after you find out that that was a girl he was hitting on in the bar. Oh, we need to talk about that scene, too. Lead me up. <laughs> okay, so, uh, yeah, they're in a bar, which... The first, I, I tried watching this in bed as, uh-huh. like, Molly was trying to sleep. It's impossible to watch this when someone's trying to sleep <laughs> because they go from such ranges as, like, you can barely audibly hear them when they're talking through their helmets to... <laughs> <laughs> like, in, like, milliseconds, they're like... <laughs> and like oh, shit, I gotta turn it up. And then when I turn it up, it's like... <laughs> 
<laughs> I turn it right back down. Like I keep like I kept doing that back and forth and Molly was just like Can you please just fucking watch it on your phone? I can't I can't. Yeah. I can't. But like even in the in the bar scene, like it felt like this movie did not give a fuck about the dialogue because the music Mm-mm. was playing so loud I couldn't hear a fucking thing people were saying. Mm. Yeah. Uh, well, when you people say like don't give a fuck about the dialogue, that's true. For it's the true. Whole movie. Yeah, like you can piece together what's happening just by who's talking to who. Like fucking Iceman comes up and is talking to Goose and Maverick. It's basically just put together random lines of shit talking, and that's right. all they're doing. That's yeah. yeah, that's all they're doing. But yeah, so then like uh, so they're in this bar. And then uh, uh, Tom Cruise sees this this uh, woman across the bar and like makes like a bet with Goose or something. So he goes up and not even with the song, with music playing in the background, just grabs a microphone and just starts mm. singing the first part of "You Lost That Loving Feeling." Yeah. Which then out of nowhere, the entire bar gets behind him yeah. and joins him. Yeah. Granted, this is a base he just moved to. Yeah. When did he? Is this like an? Is this like a secret thing between like Air Force? See, that's what I thought too on this watch because <laughs> when I watched it before, like I must have not seen this movie for like ten years or something. So like when like I saw everyone it, in the bar joins him. Every everyone does. Like they stop what they're doing, <laughs> and they join him in this song. And like, at like when I was a kid. Like, I thought that it was like, oh, like, they're all friends. Everyone does this all the time. Because, like, I just don't, I didn't put together, like, he just isn't always there. Yeah. And isn't always trying to pick up chicks this way. So, like, (laughs) watching it this time, I realized, like, oh, Goose and Maverick are new. Why is everyone (laughs) singing this song? They have no idea who he is. Some of them, how do they know the song? Yeah. Like, <laughs> why? Like are a they... staple in, like, Air Force mythology? You have to know no you idea. lost that love and feeling whenever you go to the Air Force? No, I, maybe so. I don't know. But I, I found it really weird on this rewatch. Yeah. I was like, everyone? It's just turned Every... into, like, a musical. Yeah. That's what I thought it was going to break it. It's like, is this a fucking, is Top Gun a fucking musical? <laughs> I would love a Top Gun musical, by the way. Bring bring it on. (laughs) But yeah, so then everyone, these all these complete strangers leave. Yeah. After he sings "You Lost That Love and Feeling." Yeah. And then she doesn't give a shit. Right. Unfazed. Yeah. I even like her line where she was like, "Oh, so you're a you're an Air Force pilot?" He's like, "Yeah, I am." (laughs) And she's like, "Oh, good, because you be terrible as a singer or something like that." Yeah. Like that was a good line. That the other one was like, "Well, I've only tried that twice." And then, like, what happened the first time? Oh, it didn't end so well. Like, what about the second time? I'll tell you tomorrow morning. Yeah. Like, that's that's a good one. Classic that's Maverick. That's a good one. Way to go, Maverick. <laughs> that's a good one. Also but added then, to the cockiest person in the world. That was I don't I was a good line, though. Like, I was like, <laughs> right, I, he was right. starting to win me over there. I'm like, that's pretty fucking smooth. God. But then, yeah, but then she blows him off anyways. And then it's like, oh, well, he's lost out. He's going to probably meet up with her some other time, whatever. Nope. Follows her into the ladies' room. Yeah. And then she turns around, just having met this guy and been like, oh, you just don't give up, do you? Yeah. He's in the fucking ladies' room. So full of sexual aggression. This is, 
like how are you not yelling rape right now like he's <laughs> right. and he's like moving up like on like directly in her face like like not moving an inch like he could i w- was just waiting for her to, him to like grab her by the shoulders and like be like fuck is it maverick like the fucking villain in this like i don't it's <laughs> just like going to ladies rooms and rape people like, they're not even pointing out the fact that he's in the ladies room it's right. just like oh you follow hey I guess you followed me in the ladies' room, huh? (laughs) Why did you think this is weird? Yeah. (laughs) You should find this a little more bizarre. You should be kind of scared. Right. That a deranged Air Force pilot just followed you in the ladies' room. (laughs) Uh, Regardless, it doesn't end in her rape, so that's good. Uh, Then you find out the next day that this Charlie... That is introduced by uh, Irons Michael Ironside. Yeah, is uh, actually the person that he met last night at the bar. Yeah, and and she's an aer- she's an uh, aerophysicist. Somebody who works for the Pentagon. Yeah, they made sure to say she's like she's like smart. She's supposed to be like smart as fuck. Yeah, like she's like the, the top sci- civilian. Yeah, like like researcher or whatever for yeah she, like, oh she's aer- an astrophysicist something along those lines. Yeah, which I found out was changed. From, I guess, uh, the original script, because there's a few changes that, one, she was going to be work for the Navy. Yeah. And be, a, like, a commanding officer of Maverick. Okay. That was changed because the Navy actually had input on this movie saying, like, fraternization between, like, different levels of people are, like, not accepted. Yeah. So, like, we're not going to have that in the movie because that is not true. So like that's why they made sure to say the best civilian like I know they uh, like really fucking put that out like yeah yeah does not work for any branch not of the military whatsoever. whatsoever yeah she is just on her own dime yeah. coming here like, to tell you best, guys smartest civilian liaison to the Pentagon yeah. or whatever it was which oh my god they like we point out some real sexist shit yeah. in these movies. This is some real sexist shit they do with her. Because she moves in <laughs> and she's supposed to be an astrophysicist and they bring her in for her input and her knowledge right. to tell these pilots like this is how this shit works. Right. I'm here to make sure you guys know how this shit works. Yeah. And then within five seconds, Maverick just raises his hand and he's like, that's bullshit. No, that's bullshit. I know more than you. I did this once. And she gets so fucking wet where she's like oh my god you just told me what to do oh my god i need to fuck you like right now like holy shit yeah you're a fucking scientist yeah granted it's not as blatant as that but that's exactly what i was gonna bring up because she is like supposed to be like this big brain or whatever yeah and then um, automatically maverick is like that's not true i've done it so the whole crux of their relationship and her wanting to keep meeting him is to get that knowledge that he just withholding from her yeah and he rallies off like all this shit she doesn't even know this is true it's just shit that he's saying yeah and then his one friend who's like just as douchey as him is like oh yeah that's true i got a point out of it i saw it and then she's all of a sudden she's like Oh my god, these god. motherfuckers are so goddamn smart. <laughs> I'm just a, a puny, I'm just this puny brain. I don't never knew that this could happen. I need to talk to them more. Yeah. And they're just, they're rallying off this shit like a bunch of beefcake dumbass shitheads. Yeah. They're like, nope, 
not true. I did it once. And she's already, like, fucking hot and bothered. Like, and from that point on, she is, like, totally just cut down. On his ass, like, just like, do you want to meet up? And then he's just like, oh, you want it? Well, maybe I'll talk to you tomorrow. And this walks <laughs> off and she's just like, oh, my God, I want to, I need to know more. Like, <laughs> Holy shit, like, you had so much potential with her, like, putting him into his place, and then you, like, turned her into, like, a puddle of gravy with one dumb, shitty scene. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, fuck this bitch. <laughs> uh, and it's not long and until they finally start consummating their relationship. Like, they play hard to get a little bit back and forth. And some of those scenes are pretty bad. Oh, my God. He goes into her house and asks if he can take a shower. Yeah. For their first date. Yeah. He walks into her house like, I got to take, can I take a shower? Get the fuck out of my house. You're going to take a shower. Granted that most of that whole uh, back and forth is her still trying to get the information out of him about like some fucking flight maneuver that he did. Yeah. That's supposed to be impossible that he did. Oh and he's God. still not telling her, which brings us then eventually leads to the most fucking disgusting sex scene. I think oh. I might've ever seen on film. I don't even know if Tom Cruise knows how to kiss a person. There is so much. There is an uncomfortable amount of licking this. First of all, this entire sex scene is silhouette. Yeah. So we're not even talking about, like, seeing two people having sex. We're seeing the equivalent of two shadows having sex. Yes. And we can see just from their shadows how much they're implementing their tongues in their faces. Because they're not deep kissing. They're far enough apart that you can see the tongues out of their mouths, like, flicking Oh, yeah. like it's fucking making me sick. Like, Tom Cruise just thinking about it's like this. not even kissing her. He's like making her keep her mouth open while he like licks the roof of her mouth. <laughs> like he's well, not even like kissing. He's like sometimes there's like his lips aren't even close to her mouth. And like not, he's like his tongue is very far in her mouth. And he's not he's not even that close to her mouth not, with his own mouth. He is just like flapping his like tongue from like gum yeah. line to gum line in her mouth. Yeah, like it so looks like disgusting. it looks like it looks like their heads are docking. It's so <laughs> sick. And then like she return she does it back and then you get to see a another silhouette of like I can't remember if it's her or him licking from like the fucking clavicle all the way up the neck to like the chin. Oh, Jesus. God damn it. And then the sex scene's over. Yeah. Like, it's not gratuitous and, like, a humping sort of way. See, you got something to say about this sex scene, See Danger? It's just so licky. Well, it's a weird, weird talk. We're on the sex We're scene. We're on the sex scene in Top Gun. Oh, it's licky. It's so licky. It's licky, sticky, that's icky. It's not good for us, though, right? Like, I didn't want to say it, that that's how we do it, but... <laughs> I didn't want we to. just lick each other's heads <laughs> until <laughs> until one comes. <laughs> then the baby comes out. Yep. Well, before we go any further, can I tell you my favorite scene in Top Gun? Yeah, please. Okay, so the first dogfight in, like, the Top Gun class, they do this whole thing where, like, uh, they're, like, doing the dogfight dog or whatever, and, like, Maverick even goes as far as to actually shoot down an instructor. 
because he's just such a goddamn good fucking pilot. <laughs> but uh, you're reckless out there, but you're so fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, so they do that, and then as they're about to land, Maverick's like, "Hey, let's show them who's really here. Let's go do a flyby." Yeah. So they do a flyby by the fucking. Uh, <laughs> control tower and the guy spills a bunch of coffee on his on his fucking uniform so they're waiting outside the fucking tom scarrett's office while the guy is bitching about how they did a flyby and he's just bitching and then when he leaves the office all he yells is i want some bucks It's totally running into another person holding three more coffees and yeah. spilling coffees on him again. And he's like, but not like, God. Yeah. imagine you're working in that office and you just, all you hear is this, this muffled, like yelling of this fucking like control tower guy. And like, yeah. you can kind of hear what he's saying when it's like, these guys are reckless. They're, they're fucking everything. I'm like, I want their butts in my, I want their butts fired. I want their butts out of here. And then he just leaves and then yells as loud as possible after he gets three cups of coffee spilled on him. I want some butts. (laughs) (laughs) That is a a good part of the movie. That is a good part of the movie. (laughs) It's amazing. Like that's, that's a role that was cast. Right. Like you're, you're, You're an the, air tra- yeah. butts guy. Yeah, you run, you come out of a sergeant's <laughs> office and yell, I want some butts. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's so goddamn good. <laughs> oh, let me also add that uh, with like gratuitous licking in this and the moderate swearing in this as well, this movie yeah. is rated PG. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, it's a different time, man. It was the was 80s. Saying, was, I'm pretty sure they said shit at least a couple times. Yeah, I this. think when he spills the coffee on himself the first time, he yeah, said ah, shit. Ah, shit. At least a goddamn it. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely wants some butts. <laughs> he wants some butts. Also, another favorite scene of mine is uh, so uh, Maverick and Goose and uh, Goose's wife, who's weirdly played by Meg Ryan. Right. And uh, fucking Maverick's girlfriend are like in a, it looks like a restaurant. Yeah. It's got to be a restaurant. Right. And Goose has taken it upon himself to play the piano. Yeah. And all they do is sing the the exact same verse from Great Balls of Fire. (laughs) Right. Three different times. Yeah. If I was a patron of that restaurant, I would be like, shut the fuck up. We get it. We get it. We know the fucking line from Great Balls of Fire. Stop fucking singing it. <laughs> Maybe that's all they could afford. Yeah. For the rights of the movie. I know. Like it's just like sing, either sing the whole fucking song or shut the fuck up. <laughs> Stop singing the same verse four, three or four times in a row. Oh yeah. It's just the first verse over it's and over. It's the first verse over and over again. They just keep singing it. That's a good point. And they won't shut the fuck up. Nah, and they're singing it not well. No. Not well. They're yelling it. Ugh. And they're like laughing, having a good time. If I was a rest if I was a patron of that restaurant, I'd be like, please, just I don't care if you play, just play another song. For the love of God. Please stop. <laughs> it's well, the same fucking verse. <laughs> if I can, yeah, I 
Yeah, that's terrible. If I can backtrack just still more, like, after the I want some butt scene, that's, like, the one time they get, like, Maverick and Goose get chewed out in this movie, and they feel like actual repercussions might happen. Yeah. But then it goes back into... As they leave, they're just like, holy shit, did he fly? (laughs) He's such a fucking good pilot. Yeah. Like, what the hell is going on? Like, even when they're just like, like, oh, he was pretty reckless out there, and there's like, well, he shot you down. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, just fucking suck his dick already. No shit. Everyone wants to fuck Maverick in this. <laughs> when, you bring, when you brought up Meg Ryan, I looked up, um, when you type in Top Gun in a Google search, it'll give you all the actors that, like, are all the roles or whatever. Yeah. Like, it's, <laughs> the actors have not aged well. From oh, 1986, the best looking one, besides Tom Cruise in this movie, is when it's Michael Ironside. Oh, okay. as one of the better looking ones. Your life has gone not in a way you've wanted. Oh man! Like everyone is just like, to- like either balding or just weathered to oh, my shit. God. I know Anthony Edwards actually looks kind of young in this. Yes, and he was balding, like. When he started ER. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now, yeah, completely bald. Like, Meg Ryan is a weird creature now. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Fucking Michael Ironside you can't looks fuck- exactly the same. Ironside is Ironside. <laughs> like, you cannot fuck with him. He's looked the same since he was the fucking sergeant from Starship Troopers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Uh well, needless to say, the volleyball scene is one of my favorite scenes ever on film. Oh, ever. God, it's fantastic. And it's pointless to the movie. It it's is. Just, it's just There's a scene. no reason for to it. To put in the song Playing with the Boys. And the fact that both and, Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer have to wear very tight jeans with no shirt. While, like, they're, like, they're, uh, co-cap, like, their co-pilots are, like, wearing... Swim trunks and fucking wife beaters. The only one doing that oh, no, is wait, Goose. Cause yeah, because the other one Hollywood. Yeah, is Hollywood the, is like fucking wearing like like he's the one that's like trying to show off more than everybody. Like because like, he does that flex. Yeah, like or he whatever. like is in the back like fucks like yeah like flexing <laughs> and shit like Jesus Christ these guys are gonna fucking jizz all over themselves. Yeah, but I I I don't know. I love the fucking volleyball scene. I, oh, yeah. It's so, so fucking good. Like, like, Val Kilmer's, like, always spinning the fucking ball on his finger. There's, like, 90 high fives in this two-minute scene. Yeah. Like, everybody is high-fiving. Everyone's high-fiving each other. Like, that whole scene is, like, summed up with high fives, Val Kilmer p- spinning ball, Hollywood flexing, yep. Tom Cruise checking his watch. Yeah, that's one of the gifts I put up when I was almost kind of like live tweeting. It's like, looks like it's time for Top Gun. Yeah, it's just like him. Like I, I didn't, I, I I couldn't put together that he was like making sure that he made his date with uh, Charlie on time. Yeah. So I just kept thinking that he was like, you. He just keeps checking to make sure how long that that fucking spot went. (laughs) Where I'm like, is he that fucking into volleyball where he has to know like from spike to when the ball goes down? I was like. Uh, it was like 15 seconds. Good job, guys. I just thought it was like an odd flex move that he was trying oh. to do. <laughs> He's just like, what time? What time is it? He's <laughs> playing with the boys. Um. So, we brought up the. From this point, 
like they're still going back up in the air, even though they've been reprimanded or whatever. They're oh, still yeah. the best goddamn fucking you pilots the out fucking there. Sons of bitches! <laughs> you goddamn it! You're so goddamn it! You're so good, Maverick. Even when they do like scenes where like when like Maverick gets shot down, like they have to go out of their way to be like. Well, Iceman got shot down first, so at least you have that. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. like uh, they have that scene where like fucking um, like uh, Tom Skerritt joins the fray, and everyone's like, "We gotta fucking get him, man." Yeah, we need to get like, what, like Viper or Viper, something. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. We need to get fucking Viper, man. Fuck yeah, we shoot yeah. on Viper. We're gonna be the best on the class. Uh-huh. And then like he like he like outmaneuvers him where he shoots them down, and then even like even after that, they're like like outside of getting shot down by Viper. God. Damn, Maverick! That was some good fucking flying out there. Like, <laughs> he still got shot down yeah. and was and supposedly dead. Yeah. Uh, okay, so during one of the the training missions, like uh, Goose and Maverick are up there as well as like Hollywood and Iceman. Yeah. And they, I think they're chasing either Viper or Michael Ironside's character. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. Anyway, Iceman is trying to get him and. Friggin' Maverick has to be there, has to be his wingman because he was just called out on it, like just going rogue and doing shit. So he's like, I, I, I take the shot, Iceman, you're taking too long or whatever. And yeah. Iceman's like, no, I got it, I got it. Ah, pulling out or whatever. Yeah. So he pulls out when he doesn't have it so Maverick can take the shot, but he gets caught in his jet stream. Yeah. And that's when that, the lateral spin happens to the fucking the yeah. plane or whatever. So they end up having to eject. And that's when Goose meets his untimely end yeah. in a fucking training mission, which I totally forgot. Yeah. It was just a, like, training. Yeah. And Goose loses his fucking life. Yeah. In, like, a, in a way that's really kind of weird, but also so weird that it could possibly actually happen. Yeah, like his, like, door didn't, like, or his, like, uh, fucking... The, the canopy didn't yeah, pop open. Yeah, open up like, all the way, so, like, his head bounced off of it and, like, broke his neck or something. Yeah, and I'm like, God, that seems like it could just fucking actually happen. Yeah. And so it's, like... like it that almost sounds makes like a, the movie too real, I know, then. it like, sounds like a story, like, like somebody from the Air Force told fucking Tony Scott where he was like, we're putting in the fucking movie. Yeah. And so, like, I'm like, <laughs> oh, fuck. And that's when the movie gets, like... Like, really heavy. Like, yeah. just this one part, because then you see, like, fucking Maverick cradling his body in the water. Yeah. And then they drag his, like, limp corpse yeah. at this point up, like, the line up into the helicopter. And yeah. I'm like, Jesus this is getting Christ. fucking too yeah. real. And then, and then they, like, go, <laughs> and then they cut to, like, uh, Maverick at the hospital, and they're like, well, Goose is dead. And he's like, yeah. Yeah, I know. Like, after this whole <laughs> setup of, like, them being, like, like buds forever or whatever, and they have, like, that haunting image of him being lifted up into the yeah. helicopter. In, before he's even put in the ground, yeah. fucking Viper is, like, fucking, people die, man. Gotta get over it. Need to get back up in the air. Yeah, but no, but that was, that was like, one of the only things I, that was the one thing that I liked about Top Gun was, like, they had, like, he's, like, a weathered, like, sergeant where like he's seen some shit like he's actually been in war mm-hmm. and that's how people handle that's how people like handle death and war like because like tom they like bill tom cruise is like he's a guy who's a really good pilot but he's never been in a war scenario yeah like an actual like war like your buddy dies right next to you kind of war sure and that actually kind of makes sense for like a time because like in a time like this like a major war has not taken place in a long fucking time. Right. Like, especially, like, in the 80s. So, like, 
they put that together where, like, Tom Skerritt can actually come up and be like, man, I grew up in a time where, like, 16 of us would go into a fucking firefight and then, like, maybe, if we were lucky, 10 of us would come out. Yeah. And they're like, all 16 of those guys were your friends, your brothers. Yeah. So it's like, it's like, it sucks, but it's shit you just have to deal with because you're going to go back out and do it the next day. Yeah. I mean, I got the sentiment of that whole conversation while Tom Cruise is in his fucking tidy whities in that bathroom. God damn it. <laughs> but uh, at the same time, like, during, like, I, it just didn't seem like you were with Goose this whole fucking movie. Yeah. And then, like, when he dies, it's just like, like, you, you need to move on, Maverick. Like, there's yeah. not enough time for, like, the audience almost to grieve. For him. Yeah. Like, it's fine if, like, the movie wants to move on, but, like, I felt like there wasn't, like, an adequate enough time for the viewer to be like, okay, like, that was a good send-off, let's move on. Uh, yeah. It's a hard it's a hard thing to play with, because, uh, like, in was- the same, like, in the same sense, like, yeah, you do kind of want to give them, like, that this is a really hard loss, and I feel like they did try to, like, convey that. Like, I don't think they did that that well, but, like, they still want to play off that sentiment where, in war, people die every day. Yeah. And they... I feel like they want to do both, but because they try to do both, like, both kind of came off a little sloppy. Yeah. I feel like it, maybe Goose didn't have as much character... Like, I know they introduced his wife and kid, so his death would oh, be God. more yeah, impactful. No. I almost kind of thought that he was going to die because, like, when he's not with his wife and kid, he's talking about his wife and kid. Where yeah. you're like, dude, you're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, if... I, I feel like if, like, Meg Ryan and he, they didn't introduce his kid, like, if they weren't in the movie at all, and there was just a, a tad less of character development for Goose, like, if he just kind of talks about he has a family... Yeah. And he's, like, reminiscent of the guy that kind of quits in the beginning. Like, you see a picture of him. Yeah. And, like, you know that he's there. Like, I feel like it would have been okay. But, like, he has much of screen time as Maverick does, almost. Yeah. And so it's, like... Well, I think maybe that's what they were trying to bank on. Like, maybe because he's such a big part of Maverick's life and that now that he's gone, like, it almost does... Because, I don't know, I kind of got that feeling where it's, like... Well, I don't even know who... Like... How who we can really trust to be his co-pilot? Like I can't really I can't see Maverick without Goose. Yeah, right. So like that was kind of effective in that way. Where like even when he takes on a new co-pilot, like it's just kind of like who's this guy? Right. Yeah. Like everyone he, everyone else he kind of brings on, it just kind of feels. Which like at the very end when like uh, when like Maverick is like sent off on that like actual actual uh mission, and like Tom Skerritt's like, hey, if you can't find a co-pilot. I'll do it for you, and it's yeah. like that's actually like I actually kind of felt like a like a really cool sentiment where it's right. like this guy is just like, hey man, I'll like I know how I know how it is. I'll I'll do it for you if you if it's like you don't trust anybody. Yeah. Um, another like and after like uh, Goose dies in the movie, uh, he's at like Tom Skerritt's house, and like he's having like a conversation with him, and he finds out that like Tom Skerritt knew his dad. Yeah. And, like, that seems like a really fucked up situation, too. Yeah, it, well, yeah, it sounds like a fucked up situation, but, like, what, <laughs> there's a part that I laughed at, because, like, the whole movie just strokes Maverick's ego. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> like, he's, 
he's talking about like how he knew his dad and he flew with him and everything and like he gives the confidential information that Maverick never knew about his dad. Yeah. And, and then like he's like your dad was good, but you're better. <laughs> it's like Jesus Christ. Well, no, the whole thing with give Maverick's, it a break. We get it. The whole thing with Maverick's dad is that like like Maverick was always held down because like the word got out that his dad was like this disgraced pilot because he did something to cause a bunch of deaths in some kind of like dogfight or something. Yeah. Like that's what the that's what it, like they said that like like uh whatever happened to his dad was classified, but all they'll release is that whatever happened was his fault. Like that's all they put out there cuz right. he did that fucking scene with fucking Charlie where he was like I didn't know my dad but Something happened where he caused some deaths, and now I'm getting blamed for it. Like, yeah. That's why I couldn't go to the Air Force Academy or something like shit like sure. that. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, Tom Scarab, like, tells him the real story, and he's like, actually, your dad, like, fucking, like, actually, like, he could have saved his own life, but he went out and saved, like, six or seven other people before he ultimately died. Yeah. And then, like, Maverick was like, then why'd they say that he was a disgraced pilot? And it's like... Oh, some fucked up thing with the defense department. I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. This whole fucking time, yeah, like, yeah. your his whole reputation has been fucked because like the defense department was just like, uh, whatever. He broke a rule or whatever. <laughs> whatever. Um, and so that ends up. So from there, uh. They end up going back to the the aircraft carrier that's in the Indian Ocean. Yeah. Oh, f- well, let's talk about the Top Gun graduation because this was a really d- confusing scene to me too. All right, go, go ahead. So they do the Top Gun thing where like, so like Tom Skerritt's like, okay, well, either you can come to graduation because you have you have more than enough credits to graduate. Sure. Like you were like. The second in the class, yeah, you have more than enough credits to graduate. You can show up and you can and you can graduate or just quit. Like I'm not going to judge you either way. So they show the graduation, and then he's not there, and everyone's like, yeah. "Where's Where's Maverick?" Like I don't know. I guess he just quit. Whatever. And then that's the ceremony. <laughs> Ceremony's over. Everyone's like talking, and then Maverick just shows up in uniform, and everyone's like, "Oh, hey, Maverick." Like, <laughs> So, so you didn't quit? Like, what happened? Psych. I was sitting in the back or whatever. Yeah. Like, everyone, like, <laughs> man, that know. whole thing, like, the ceremony is happening, and then and they're, like, just talking, like, like, these are the best of the best, and, like, the guy's, like, doing the speech, and then they just have like, this random scene where, like, two guys get together, like, where's Maverick? Is he going to show up? And then, like, the other guy's like, yeah, I don't know, man. He must just quit. It must have been too much for him. And then they just go to, like, a reception afterwards where, like, Maverick just, like, walks around in uniform, <laughs> and, like, is he showing up for moral support did he graduate i don't know <laughs> and then like they then fucking michael ironside shows up and he's like oh, oh these guys are attacking some satellite off the coast of the indian ocean or whatever maverick we're gonna put you on it too and it's like is he graduated i don't know if he's act- is he an actual member of the fucking air force now because he didn't show up for graduation <laughs> Uh, What's happening? I, I don't know. He's dressed to the nine, so maybe he did. I they don't show mark. him graduate. Yeah, right. Uh, regardless of that confusion, he does end up going to the uh, Indian Ocean, 
Because there's action going on there. Hot. Yeah. Some country action. Yeah. This was also another aspect that was changed for the movie. Because originally they had it being a Cuba affair. Uh-oh. So the Air Force didn't... Or I think it's the Navy. Anyway, the Navy didn't want the the skirmish to be with Cuba. Because relations are hot. Oh, at no. that at w- at like that point in time or whatever, and so they just changed it to have him be at some random point in the Indian Ocean where it could be a Any- question. Bu- anyone, anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You make us some up a stand. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So um, they end up going up there, and this is the only actual like real dog yeah. fight in the whole movie. Yeah, where. They, it looks like there's, like, two MiGs coming at them, and that ends up being, like, five. It ends up being five, five or, like, it's, like, three on five. Right. it's, like, I don't think it's possible for you to win a three on five MiG fight. Yeah. And, uh, and Maverick is the third one, right? Yeah. Because they, they send two. It's Iceman, somebody Iceman, else. Iceman, Hollywood, and then, shit. What's his name? That one gets shot down, right? The, yeah, he the, gets shot down like right away, guy. and then and then they're like, "Send Maverick like, right away." <laughs> and so like then, it ends up Iceman and Maverick fucking clean the house. It's like yeah. a cool dog fight scene that takes like probably a good ten minutes of the film or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's a good dog fight scene. It's pretty tense. Like yeah. it's it's good. I said before I like the dog dog fight scenes in this. Yeah. Um. And then, turns out, brotherhood and friendship wins at the end. Oh, yeah. Iceman, who's been so skeptical of him all along, is like, you really had my back all along, man. (laughs) You can be my wingman anytime. (laughs) Nah, you can be mine. (laughs) And then, like, freeze frame. And God it's like, damn it. Fucking love that song too. Oh yeah, it's a good song. <laughs> um, but anyway, in a nutshell, that's all Top Gun. <laughs> and then Maverick decides to be a be a tr- like decides to retire from the Air Force and actually right. be a trainer. Right. At Top Gun. Right. Because he's so goddamn fucking good. <laughs> and apparently, there's a sequel being made. Top mm-hmm. Gun colon Maverick. Maybe that's the movie title. I'm not sure. I think it's just called Maverick. Is it just called Maverick? Yeah. Well, regardless, I believe that's where it's going to take place, where now he is training yeah. new trainees. He's going to train another cocky Air Force kid. Yeah. And he's going to have to knock him in his ways and be like, I was one like you once. Yeah. Now, if we're talking sequels, yeah. do you want them to make it just as machismo as this 80s top gun? Oh, bullshit, man. I want them to go to space. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, hold on. That that aside... I want them to go to space, and Maverick has a big scar on his face with, like, a dead eye. <laughs> so you and want like, him to be Cable yes. in space, flying spaceships. <laughs> well, the, okay, just the tone of the movie. Do you want him to take it, like... Like a more serious approach, or do you want him to like go back to like this the '80s machismo this can't camp? Be serious. Yeah, I kind of want to do him campy this as well. This can't be serious. 
Like, especially with how many, like, different, like, like uh, flying Air Force-esque films that have been out since then. Like, right. It needs to keep that same camp going. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it needs the camp. Yeah. Like, a lot and of they need things- to go to space. <laughs> I don't know if they need to go to space or not. <laughs> I don't even know it's that far. Um, well, I got, I withheld a few facts from the beginning of this. Yeah. Because I wanted to get through the review first, but, uh... After this movie came out, it was such a fucking big deal. Yeah. Um, that it boosted aviator and bomber jacket sales 40%. Oh, fuck. Yeah, like, I can see that. Everybody wanted that fucking look in 1986 and 87. There's like some. He looks. There's some scenes where he looks fucking cool as hell. Like, just yeah. like pulling up on his motorcycle in that fucking jacket. You're like, oh, God, I want one of those jackets right, right now. And. Like, it was so, like, good publicity for the Navy that the Navy even put Navy recruitment booths in movie theaters, catching enthusiastic people coming out of Top Gun to recruit for the Navy. I can see that. And, like, apparently it was working, or else why would they do it? Yeah. But, like, yeah, that's not, like... That's how big of an impact, like, this movie had on the American culture in 1986. Yeah. Like, it was big shit. Huge. 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 Uh, anything you got else to say about Top Gun? <sighs> I'm trying to think. Um, oh, well, like, even, like, when Goose dies, like, they don't really, even though, like, uh, like, Maverick is there, and, like, the one person that beats him down the most about it is himself. Like, there's even, like, a scene where, like, he goes and talks to Goose's wife where I was like, oh, shit. Like, she's gonna browbeat him and fucking... Right. Like, usually how that scene usually plays out in movies like that is just, like, you were there. Why why couldn't you help him? Like, he trusted yeah. you and shit. Yeah. But then, like, the whole fucking scene is, like, her being, like, I know you were his best friend. You were there for, like, nobody's, like, putting any blame on, like, Maverick at all. Right. Like... Even when he's at that trial, it's like, yeah, it's deemed that it was an accident. Yep. There, yeah. You're, you have absolutely no fault in anything that happened to Goose whatsoever. You're perfect. I love you. <laughs> That's how that fucking trial went. Please fuck me, Maverick. You're such a good pilot. God I want your, it, I, I want you. your beautiful mouth around my big frothy penis. That's how the, that's verbatim how the trial went. <laughs> right, <laughs> word for word. <laughs> Check the tape. Yeah, <laughs> but nobody is nobody is blaming Maverick at all. He's the only one that's actually giving himself any grief over the fact that Goose is dead. Yeah, everyone else is like, "Oh my God, you're such a good pilot." Just. Just keep, just fly. We don't care. Right, right. Goose is dead. Fuck him. Go fly more. We love, we want to watch you fly. <laughs> right. I jerk off every time you fly. Right. Ah, Top Gun. Well, uh, what would you rate Top Gun? Man, for as many hilarious campy lines as there are in this, hashtag bring me some butts. <laughs> Uh, man, it's it's a little too few and far between, and, like, I know you were a big fan of the dogfights, but, like, the dogfights have such quick cuts, and then just, 
the only way you can really find out what's happening is like dudes in helmets that you can barely hear like muffling back and forth between each other about what the action and like half of that is like uh navy like lingo that i'm like trying to like decipher while they're yelling it like it's i don't know i'm gonna like put this at maybe a c yeah like i it's a it, it i think it's a good movie to have playing in the background while you're doing something else and then be like oh look they're singing the same line from Great Balls of Fire four times in a row. I'm going to watch this real quick. Yeah. Um, I think it's, like, as I was, because I didn't have a grade right off the bat. And as I was going through our review, I'm like, well, I don't know what I'm really going to grade this. Like a C, I would probably give it a C plus. Yeah. But, like, if you, if you don't, if you go in knowing that it's, a campy movie. Yeah. You'll probably enjoy it more. Because I, I, I went in this time, like, to analyze the movie. Yeah. And, like, pick out parts that I, like, may have never noticed before. Mm-hmm. But I would probably give it a C plus. Like, the dogfight scenes I thought were really well done. The only thing that's lackluster is everything on the ground. Except yeah. for that volleyball scene, because they're jumping all the time, <laughs> brah. They're spiking that shit left and right. They're in the right. air, bitch! <laughs> but... Like, if you were to watch it as a camp movie, you, you're you going to enjoy it a lot more, and you'd probably give it a B plus. So, like, right. I, I don't know. I'll, I'll give it... I'm not going to let nostalgia take over this time. I'm going to give it a C plus. Like, okay. it's not a great movie. Yeah. It's not as great as I remember. Because I think what I'm trying to remember is, like, everything from, like, Archer that he thinks is great... <laughs> <laughs> and like that's what I'm remembering the fucking Kenny Loggins soundtrack yeah the freaking volleyball scene and like just dog fights all the time yeah everything else is not really well done yeah like not as great as I remembered yeah so Maverick is rapey as fuck super rapey god damn really bro-ish <laughs> okay uh so yeah I'm gonna give it a C plus so that's respectable it's it's along the lines of IMDb score six point nine six point nine out of ten. Gotcha. That yeah, that would be like a C plus. Yeah. Rotten Tomatoes has a fifty five percent. I feel it's not. I don't feel like it's that bad. Fifty five percent. Yeah. And pluggedin.com, dot com two and a half out of five. Look, plus. look out, plugged in. That's it's fifty. Look out. Come on, you're I mean, feeling it's, ballsy. It's higher than fifty percent. You're feeling ballsy right now, pluggedin.com. <laughs> Uh, but that's it. That's that's All it. All right. Yeah. Uh, so besides Top Gun, is there anything else you've been into this last week, JT? Well, uh, I saw a movie that came out earlier this year, Free Fire, with uh, Brie Larson and uh, Army Hammer mm-hmm. and uh, Shalto Copley. Uh, did you hear about it at all? No. Uh, it's like a it's like a smaller film, but it, it's basically. A movie that takes place in a warehouse, and it's pretty much like an hour and a half long, like, shootout. Okay. Like, uh, it's it's okay. I, I would if it if you if it, like you get the opportunity to watch it, and you like just have like some free time, just check it out. But it didn't like strike me, like you have to go out of your way to go see it. Oh, okay. But it was. It was a lot of fun. Shalto Copley's actually really good in it. Oh, cool. Like, I think, like, he's getting better and better as he goes along. I don't think, like, it matters what he's in, except for Powers. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't like Powers. Yeah. But, like, I am just a fan of Shardo Copley. Yeah. Regardless of what he's in. Like, he plays, like, this, like, uh, like, it, the whole premise of the film is, like, uh, there's these Irish gun runners and, like, uh, these other guys. I can't, I don't can't remember their nationality or whatever, but, like, it's these two groups and then Army Hammer and Brie Larson play, like, the... American constituents that are bringing them together. Like, they're like the agents, kind of, where it's like, you want to sell guns, and then this guy's like, you want to buy guns. So then those two come together, and they're like, okay, our groups want to meet. We're going to set up the meeting, and then they meet in this warehouse. And then something happens where, like, this, where, like, the night before, like, this dude did something to another guy's sister. To where, like, they start fighting, and then when, when they start fighting, then it leads to, like, these other people fighting, and then it leads to this chain reaction where everyone just starts shooting at each other mm-hmm. in this warehouse full of guns. Mm-hmm. So it, like, just turns into, like, this big fucking free fire. Sure. <laughs> but, uh, no, it's really good. Army Hammer is really good in this. He like, may- I want to see him in more shit now. Like, it, like him and uh, freaking the guy who played... Uh, he was in season two of like True Detective, and he was also in like he was Gambit and Wolverine. Oh shit! Yeah, uh, Taylor Kitsch. Yeah, I feel like those two guys keep getting skunked, and yeah. they're they're good actors. Yeah. But like everything that they're in either isn't promoted well or it just ends up being a flop. And I don't think it's their fault. Yeah. Because I think they're genuinely good actors. Yeah. And they just need to find that one thing that's going to be like, boom, you're a superstar. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, well, Army Hammer in this is like hilarious because he plays like, he's like the like the attaché of this one group, and they're just like, he's just all about the money. Like he's such a fucking smarmy douche. Where like he changes sides like three or four times in the whole movie <laughs> just because of like the guys like, I'll pay you money if you go after this person. He's like, all right, and then just starts like shooting at him like. <laughs> He's hilarious. Like he's like he's smarmy, and he's like like a smartass to people. And like uh, me and Molly Pop watched it together, and she was like, "I think the guy that Army Hammer plays in this is like a guy that I would like see myself totally fucking." I'm like, "All <laughs> me right, too. all right." <laughs> he was like, "Like he's an asshole, but he's just an asshole enough where it's like you're not mean about it." <laughs> like, oh, god damn it. <laughs> but no, like it's all in all, it's a it's a pretty fun film. Like if you just stumble, like if it ever comes on Netflix and you stumble on it, go ahead and check it out. It's it's pretty fun. Right on. And uh, I also speaking of Tony Scott films, I watched Matchstick Men. Oh yeah, the other day with uh, Nicolas Cage and Sam Rock- God, Sam Rockwell. What a treasure! Needs more goddamn work. Yeah, like he's fantastic. Yeah, like uh. I don't know, Matchstick, I, like, watching it again, like, I've, I'm pretty sure I saw it a long time ago, and I already knew, like, kind of, like, the twist of the ending to it. Yeah, I've never seen Matchstick, man. Well, it's, um, it's about, like, uh, Nicolas Cage and Sam Rockwell play these two con men, and, uh, they decide to go after this big score of, like, this guy who, who they just find, like, this, like, super rich guy, and they, like, find out, like, a way to, like, uh, con him out of all of his money. And then in the process of that, like, Nicolas Cage, like, meets, like, his long-lost daughter mm-hmm. that, like, uh, he had with, like, his past wife that he divorced. And then she, like, just never told him that he had a daughter. 
So then, like, he, and he's, like, also, like, a, uh, he has, like, ADD. Okay. Like, really bad ADD. Like, he can't leave a, he can't go through a doorway without closing the door three times and shit. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know. It, it's, it's really good. Like, I highly suggest you check it out. All and, right. like, when Nicolas Cage plays crazy, he's really good. <laughs> sure. Like, he's, I like Nicolas Cage. Yeah, I'm hot and cold, then. <laughs> like, I'm not just a fan of him all the time, because I feel like... He goes Nicolas Cage. If you put him in the right thing, like, he's good. He like, can deliver. I, yeah. I know that. Like, this is the movie where, where he yells, like, have you ever been beating the going piss blood? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, dude. But, no, it's – I'll definitely check out Matchstick Man because it's, it's, a, it's a pretty fun flick. I enjoy it. Okay. And um, I also saw the uh, Netflix documentary Nobody Speak. Okay. Where uh, they kind of travel into the, uh, like, they use, like, the basis of, like, the whole Kogan gawker trial. Yeah. And then they kind of, like, spread from there to, like, show, like, how, like, rich people are influencing the media by, like, suing the shit out of them. Yeah. Like, any of, like, the hard-hitting, like, uh, websites or newspapers, like... Billionaires just, like, buy them up and then just, like, shut them up to where, like, they use them to try and get away with shit. Mm. Like, it was really interesting. You said it was a doc? Yeah. It's called Nobody Speak. Okay. And, uh, they, they start out going, like, really in-depth into, like, the Hulk Hogan gawker thing where I wasn't, a, I didn't really care too much about that because I think both of them are pretty big shitheads. Right. But then, like, they, like, dig further into it and they're like, actually, this... Like, one, like, billionaire, like, the guy that started PayPal was, like, funding Hogan's, uh, like, a, like, Hogan's side and, like, giving him, like, all these attorneys and, like, giving him advice and shit to, like, yeah. actually put Gawker out of business. Yeah. And then, then they go deeper into that guy's history and it's, like, have you ever watched Silicon Valley and, like, see all of, like, the weird shit, like, uh, Gavin Belson does? Like, it's all based off of shit this guy's done. Really? Yeah. Like, he's, like, the one that's, like, funding, like, these programs of, like, trying to find out, like, if you can live longer if you put younger people's blood in you. <laughs> and he tried to, like, he tried to start his own colony in the middle of the ocean where, like, you can start his own libertarian, like, government. Yeah. Like, he's a, like, a guy I that's, like. more about that. Yeah, like, this guy is, like, <laughs> he's, like, so rich that he's sick. Like, and he's, it's, it's pretty fucking interesting. Cool. Cause yeah, I knew I knew that uh, the guy from PayPal was like backing Hogan yeah. in order to like shut Gawker down or whatever. Yeah. But I don't know much about him at all, so I might I might check this out. Yeah, they more go than into him else. a lot, and then they also go into like a story about like uh, this like the the most hard hitting newspaper in Las Vegas just like out of nowhere got bought by a billionaire, and then then they were like this sent this guy to be like just to like start running them and they're like what do we do and it's like just do your jobs just do what i tell you to do and they were like known as like they were like known as like the most hard-hitting like they would go out of their way to like see like if like casinos were being corrupt like just like anything that was like newsworthy in las vegas like they would be the first on it and they would be the first to report it and then there was like this billionaire that lived in vegas who had like these like criminal ties that just bought it one day and just was like you do what I tell you to do. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. When, 
like fucking journalism is bought up like that. Yeah, uh, but it's yeah, but then like it shows like them like trying to like fight back and like try and like expose them and it. There's like they dive in like a bunch of different stories involving like freedom of the press and shit. That's kind of interesting. Cool. What's that called again? Uh, nobody speak. Nobody speak. All right. I might add that to my playlist. Yeah, pretty it's pretty soon. interesting. Right on. Um, I haven't been into much. I had a pretty busy weekend. I want to shout out to our friend Tiho. Got married this weekend. Tiho. Uh, had uh, free beer. <laughs> pretty great. Free beer, free meal Man. on Saturday night. That was great. Yeah. Uh, then the next day, uh, celebrating our friend Big A. Big A. He got uh, married a, a little bit ago, but came back for a reception for his family out here. With a free bar. <laughs> With a free bar. God. I, got, I was Dude, hung over from the day before. I was hung sick. over Monday real bad. Yeah, because I, I, I had a show on Saturday where I had quite a bit to drink. And then Sunday, coming in... Man, I was feeling sick for, like, the last couple days. Fuck, I almost called into work on Monday, because I was just, like, not feeling good whatsoever. Ugh. Um, and then on top of that, like, Macy got sick from probably being out all weekend with us. Yeah. So she's got, like, her first cold. Oof. And she's been waking up, like, at 1 a.m. because she's just, like, so full of snot and congested and shit. So it's been a rough couple of days. But uh, other than that, like, I haven't been much into anything else because, I mean, I get home and, like, I'm wiped the yeah. last few days. But uh, that, that's so – I haven't been much into anything. I just want to shout out the big two buds. Hell, yeah. For uh, getting way married, to, getting way hitched. To, uh, way to lock it down. Way to lock it down, lock it down. indeed. And uh, Big A got an outdoor bar for a wedding present. Jesus Christ. So we need to make a trip to Ohio go, yeah, pretty soon. Go. Do a show on the road or something there you like go. that. We'll, we'll, bring the, we'll bring the gear. Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. I would like to do that. <laughs> uh, but anyway, that's it. That's the show, JT. All right. Uh, next week, what do we got going on? Well, my idea, which I guess we're going to use because we didn't talk about it, <laughs> well, you brought it up after we shut off the mics yeah. last week, and I was into the okay. idea. Well, to go on to uh, August 80s, like the, when I was thinking about August 80s, the one star that stuck out was fucking Kurt Russell. Yeah. Because Kurt Russell's just a badass in general. And like the one movie that I always saw pop up on Netflix where I was like, that just looks so fucking weird, and I just want to see it because it looks ridiculous. Is uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Yep. So I've always wanted to see that. Which I checked Netflix and it's not on there anymore. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that fucking sucks. I know. So I'm hoping it's another $2 rental that I can find on <laughs> PlayStation. Another film from 1986. 1986? Oh, shit. So it's not the... Not the number one this year. We'll God see. damn it. But we'll see where it lands. We'll see where it lands. And, uh... But yeah, it looks insane. All I know that happens in Big Trouble in Little China is somebody, like, inflates to the point where they blow up. <laughs> That's all I know that happens in Big yeah. Trouble in Little China. I've also never seen Big Trouble in Little China. I've only seen clips from it. Yeah, and I know Kurt Russell plays a trucker. <laughs> That's Solid. all I know. So, I'm yeah, I mean, I'll rent it for whatever. It's gotta and be Kim, like... Ch Kim Cattrall's in it. Oh, then there you go. There you go. It's gotta be like a... 
four dollar rental on something yeah or other, on amazon or whatever it is but no i'm it it was on netflix for the longest time and i was always like i just want to i want to see it but it i don't know it looks so fucked up and then when you brought up 80s i was like that just seems like a quintessential fucked up 80s film right so next week big trouble in little china yeah could be racist <laughs> too <laughs> Who knows? For being in the 80s and being <laughs> called something in Little China, there's going to be some probably some Asian racism in there somewhere. Uh, so we'll check it out. Great. 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 Uh, well, if people want to talk about little Chinese racism with you, <laughs> where could they do that? They can find me at Bucky for everyone on Twitter. Also, Bucky for everyone on Instagram. And hey, why not Snapchat, Troy? Uh, you can find me at Troy to the Max on Twitter. You can find us both at Review Review Pod on Twitter as well. You can also find us at Facebook.com slash Review Review Pod. And you can also find us now. Uh, our entire SoundCloud stream has been moved to ReviewReviewPod.Podbean.com. I moved everything over. With the uncertainty of SoundCloud going on, I didn't want to just lose everything. Yeah. If that happens to go under. Mm-hmm. So, moved everything to Podbean. If you are a fan on SoundCloud, I have everything reverted to Podbean.com. But that doesn't mean you can't just find anything anywhere else. Yeah. Because we're also on Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. So, yeah. I mean, it's all there. Yeah. Um, it, it what kind of sucks is like I went back and looked at our SoundCloud analytics for the last month, yeah, and even the last week, and they were like pretty good. So I'm just like, <laughs> son of a fuck. bitch. So like, but I've already we haven't uploaded technically anything, any new things to Podbean yet. Yeah, where they're actually directing it, everything to Podbean, and yeah. we already have like downloads. Nice. So without any advertising whatsoever, except for one tweet I sent out. Yeah. We already have people listening on the, on the site, so I'm okay. Um, I might record something for SoundCloud exclusively, saying like, "Hey, we're not going to find new episodes here." But <laughs> going to record something on SoundCloud saying, "Go to Podbean." <laughs> there's more than not just me doing it because there's other sound like podcasts that I follow yeah. that exclusively or on SoundCloud. Well, not exclusively, but they post it on SoundCloud as their hosting site. And moved. Yeah. And they've done the same thing. Oh, shit. Because, the, I mean, I want to tell the fans that are there mm-hmm. that, like, if you can't find us here anymore, you can find us here, 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 and here, and here. Good idea. Yeah. That's yeah. good. So. Good idea. We're not going to be in the dark. But we have a great audience on SoundCloud um, in America, and almost half of our listeners are from Australia as well. Jesus. Good so, day. yeah. Like, and then it's, like, I think, like, it's... Like, 55% of our listeners are from America. Uh, like, 40% are from Australia. And then the other 5% are from other countries around the world. So, right like, it's great to know that we're... For, we should do more Australian things, to be honest. No so shit. Let's do Crocodile Dundee next week. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that could be the last week of the month. Let's do... Yeah, let's yeah. do Crocodile Dundee the last week of the month. Yeah, I don't know if they like it or not, but we can do it. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so it's walking across people's heads. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I mean, our Podbean now exclusive people will get this show and everything else on. But uh, yeah, I, I think I'm gonna do a message to our SoundCloud people, say like, hey, sorry we're jumping ship, but like with the uncertainty, hey, 
This is what the deal is. Good idea. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, that's the show. Next week, Big Trouble Big Little Trouble China. Big Trouble in Little China. Uh, the week after that is The Defenders, Defenders coming out. Defenders, hell yeah. So we'll have a little binge on that. And then the last week of the month, maybe Crocodile Dundee. Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> That's also one of my favorite movies. Oh, dude. The fucking the Man. 80s were a best time for movies for me. Yeah, I, I actually really... I'll talk... Well, if we get into we'll it, get, we'll talk about... Yeah, yeah oh, we'll, get we'll talk about it. <clears throat> All right. Well, that's the show, JT. Good show. Good show. Uh, so, until next time... I want some butts. <laughs> until next time... Will we finally get our butts? We want our butts. Uh, uh, I've been Troy to the Max Extreme. I am GT3K. And we are off. <laughs>